Hey, it's Chris Burnham. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Batman is better than Superman. <laughs> So good. Oh, it is cool. so good. All right. Well, that's, no, that's, probably... it, that's all I've been hearing about it from everybody. It's actually almost with, between that and the uh, the other show, House. What is it? House. House yeah, cards. I'm almost. I almost want to subscribe now. If I subscribed, like now, could I get the ep- episodes? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. it's like just get like the lowest. Just yeah, get the streaming option. Nine bucks a month, and you just get the instant streaming. Yeah. Nice. And then get you a Roku box, and you can watch your your baseball and all that. Uh, let's let's jump in here. Hey there, folks! Welcome to the two hundred and seventy fifth episode of Eleven O'clock Comics. I am Christopher Neesman. Yeah, you are. I am David A. Price. And straight out of hiding, I'm Vince Bizzle. No, you're mm-hmm. not. No. No, 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 no! You're not. You ruined it. <laughs> because you're, gonna, he was going to do the segue. Yeah, that's all right. You don't have to be an. You don't have to be an imposter to get a great deal on comics. <laughs> you dick. Wait, you, no sense. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't. You, you can go to our sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, and get huge, massive discounts on your favorite comic books and collectibles. Get this. I pulled a bunch of stuff from the discount list uh, for the uh, the current list, actually, which isn't going to be up too much longer because the new previews came out today. So you have a little bit of time to jump on these deals. And if you remember what I always said, they do not really care if you're a little late. So you got a little bit more time than I'm letting on. From Archie, this is so exciting. Afterlife with Archie number one. It's a new ongoing series written by Mr. Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. I guess um, he was the dude that wrote um, Marvel Marvel Knights 4. Yeah. 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 And it was uh, also a very he... accomplished TV writer. Yes. And, yeah. and Broadway, right? And what? Yeah, he did, he did Spider-Man Turn Out the Dark. Uh, he did the rewrite on that. Oh. Well, um, he fixed it, and he did. Uh, he worked on the uh, the stand, right? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the comic, yeah, the comic, the comic version. But that's yeah. good to begin with, right? When you got Sakaz on a book, that's cool. But this series is going to be illustrated by the great Francesco Francavilla. Nice. Oh. I know, and um, someone, uh, Jack Morelli. It's like I said. It's a new ongoing. Cover price is two ninety nine. Your price a dollar forty nine. That's fifty percent off. And 
uh, as Archie has been uh, doing lately, there's a variant cover for this drawn by the awesome Andrew Peepoy, and it's it's very suggestive and uh, sexy for an Archie cover. You are a, mm. just a, you are a huge Andrew Peepoy fan. I I love yes. Andrew Peepoy. I think he's amazing. So uh, get on that from Valiant. It's the return of the Eternal Warrior, number one. Yeah. Yes, written by Greg Pak, art by Trevor Hairsign. At least for the first couple issues. At least for the first couple issues. <laughs> uh, a cover by Clayton Crane. It's the return of the Eternal Warrior, three ninety nine cover price. Your price one ninety nine. That's Valiant's doing it right, aren't they? Oh my God! They I got, are, I got caught up on um, Shadow Man. Holy crap! Is that a good book? I'm I'm not caught up on that because I'm waiting for the for the next. Oh rate. good God! But yeah, we talked about Quantum and Woody in your absence with our man Tom Fowler on art. Oh, cool! Yeah, I like the first issue; it was very good. Yeah, he's only on the first four issues, though. So well, that's cool. A little bit of Tom Fowler is better than no Tom Fowler, mm-hmm. right? Fifty uh, percent off that, and there's a trio from Picture Box at forty-five percent off. And where else are you going to get forty-five percent off Picture Box books? Number one, DNA Failure. British Weapon Comics from uh, Leon Sadler and Various. Cover price fourteen bucks. Your price seven seventy. They have a Infomaniacs hardcover by Matthew Thurber, the dude that did One Eight Hundred Mice, which is awesome. Cover price nineteen ninety five. Your price ten ninety seven. And last but not least, it's School Spirits hardcover by Anya Davidson. Cover price nineteen ninety five. Your price ten dollars ninety seven cents. Forty five percent off three. Upcoming picture box books. The uh, are we going to read the entire previews? <laughs> no, no. But like this is other show. This is monumentous. This well, you Chris, do you do not. This is back. We're in no rush. I know you <laughs> don't get. <laughs> motherfuckers an hour and 40 minutes left you do we'll not we'll, t- we'll tack on another hour or two without you. that's right you don't get 45 percent off picture box even through amazon unheard of but through dcbs you will and uh previews uh forget that digital preview shit uh i rescind everything i ever said about it screw the trees do not waste your time with the digital previews it's garbage it is uh, get, yes get the, the the previews for a buck and change late orders and order editions they don't care because they love you and they'll be happy to serve your needs and if you're a first time customer you can enter the following code into the slot and get an extra 8% off your first order david tell them what it is that is, oh man, it's been so long. EOC8. EOC8 is extra great. It's been so long since he said it. I know. Uh, we'll get you an extra 8% off. Remember this URL, dcbservice.com. That's all you need. Take it away. Yeah. Um, uh, we're celebrating Vince's triumph for return. We really missed yes. you, buddy. I missed you. Welcome back. And we had we had to do a little um, uh, a little fake out there at the beginning, just if for no other reason to to freak Dan out. Yes, I've been in contact with Dan though. I'm sure you have. Yes, I have. Even though I'm sure nice. not as close a contact as Dan would like. Well, I don't know. So, <laughs> until until Dan is wearing Vince. It's a Vince skin it's suit. Not, yeah, it's he not, did it's ask me for a piece of skin. Wear your coat, Vince. <laughs> That's the very disturbing. <laughs> but <laughs> since, since, you're, since you're back, what's in the box? Uh, since you're back, we're we're gonna celebrate with some uh, with some frosty libations. Um, yes, we are. Uh, I am anyway. So I'll go ahead and kick it off. Um, uh, I'm I'm foregoing my diet. Um, because I've been getting all ripped and shit since you were gone, Vince. <laughs> Drunk? 
No. Jacked. Oh. Jacked. No, actually, I've been, <laughs> been trying to trim down. Hanging around with Doug Monkey again. Oh, okay, man. What's he wearing? That is dick. It's just. <laughs> I don't need a ring. What is no. what? What's Monkey working on these days? Um, well, I think he's on, he's huh? still doing. Um, isn't he doing Green Lantern still? Is he on on GL. I don't know. I don't. I don't read that stuff. Is anybody still doing Green Lantern? I don't. I haven't talked to Christian in uh, Coons Age. Anyway, um, from from Breckenridge. Uh, brewery, which makes a wonderful vanilla porter. I am having their summer bright ale, and it is just that. It is. Uh, it's a great time of year for for nice bright fruity ales. And uh, I had a great one from uh, from Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Brewing. Where this, Brooklyn this at? Uh, fantastic summer ale. I'm sure that you guys can get it because it's it's your back uh, your backyard. But this one is from uh, uh, from Breckenridge, Breckenridge Brewery, and it's their summer bright ale, and it is uh, fantastic. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Nice, it's nice. yummy. So uh, Vince, how about you? Welcome back, buddy. Hey, welcome back. Um, uh, I'm drinking diet diet Pepe, diet Pepe. Yes, uh, sorry. Yep, yep, you're you're all the way back. I, uh, I just did my run. I'm not gonna waste it. What's your running? Um, I didn't have a whole lot of time tonight, so I only did four. Oh, you're up four miles. Yeah, my aunt, I usually do like six a day. Yeah. My my, uh, my aunt uh, not doing too good, so we had to, we had to run down to the to the hospice, and I didn't have a whole lot of time. But yeah. I'm starting to hear that now. I feel now I feel like a lazy ass because I'm only running like three miles a day. If I if I don't burn mm-hmm. um, anywhere from 800 to 1,000 calories, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> That's wow. a lot of calories to burn. It dude. is, man. Yep. Wow. Okay, so. Jason, how about you? Uh, I uh, cracked open another bottle of the um, Estancia Reserve, the Meritage I talked about a few weeks ago. Yes, you did. Uh, it's 2009. It um, it continues to be awesome, and it continues to be available <laughs> between 20 and 25 bucks at your local retailer. <laughs> <laughs> and is, there, is, there a dis- is there a discount code for that? Yeah, really? Uh, you get it on Amazon. Oh, really? DZ Nuts 8. See that—that's how in the dark I am with Amazon. Like I get books on Amazon. Oh, I if you can, I don't know if you do. They do they sell libations on Amazon? They don't yet, but they, very they shortly they foodies, will. Right? Because the uh, wine, the laws have just changed in most states to allow the sale of alcoholic beverages. So nice. Amazon will soon enough be probably the world's largest wine retailer. Cool. If they're gonna charge me sales tax. They'd be selling damn Dude, wine. Amazon Prime that shit to my house like a mug. Nice. Prime it up, yo. You know what I recently? I know this is a mess already, but you know what I recently got on Amazon? And anybody who loves The Simpsons, please take note. You know that big ass twelve hundred page Simpsons World slipcase book that they put out a couple years ago? Yeah, no doubt. It, it, it's an episode um, chronology of The Simpsons, and and it has yeah. a, a bazillion different facts and figures and and right. inside stuff. And it, the cover price was one hundred fifty dollars. Yep. And I and I. You know, I pulled back because I don't need to spend one hundred fifty dollars on one book. Twenty two ninety nine currently on Amazon. Wait, what? Yes, twenty two dollars oh, and ninety nine cents. It's the Simpsons World. It's the slipcased uh-huh. hardcover. I'm not sure I want that. Oh come on, dude! It's Simpsons. I can't resist anything Simpsons within reason. Like one hundred fifty, that's a little high. But twenty two and change, that's yeah. mine. I got it Amazon Prime next day. That's to have it. Boom. It's Simpsons that's to have World. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need that book. If you're a Simpsons fan, that's the book you need. 
See what's what's awesome it's, about it's an episode guide of, of the first twenty seasons. Huh? Yes, yes. Well, you know what? I'm gonna get it. And there's only five left now. Do it. Oh, look at you! Oh, suck it, suck it. It's, it's a it's a masterpiece of a book. It's it's all Shucky full color. Shit, it's just so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's there's a little tip for for the uh, the early birds will get the worm because probably it's not going to be around very much longer. That's just true. a tip. Yeah. Just a tip, baby. That's what she said. So so Chris, I'm sorry. Uh, what were you saying? Well, oh, speak. Um, um, we had mentioned it uh, or talked about it earlier. Um, speaking about Amazon, um, you know, we love. You know, if if you if you want to pre-order your comics, go to DCBS, um, uh, their sister site, InStockTrades.com. They're uh, big supporters of of us and other podcasts, and they're a great company. If you are an Amazon customer and you don't use DCB service or in-stock trades, think about going using the 11 o'clock portal. Uh, if you don't, if you don't go through someone else's portal already, um, and you can do that through our forum, which is where David forum.bullpinbulletinspodcast.com yeah and we keep our portal clean we're, we're not like a skanky or anything so. <laughs> yeah it's, and it's, 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 it's I mean, a mass and gills a sponsor <laughs> basically what it is you should know this by now if you're internet savvy podcast you're internet savvy is that if you order product through amazon and you go <laughs> i've been cracking up um because this isn't this isn't good for us Vince. So. i'm sorry I know we get a little piece of that, and that little piece, little um, piece can do things like pay for our our domain charges and our yep. hosting, and maybe even help us get to a convention or two, or uh, offset some of those costs. So, if you are an Amazon uh, user, try and go uh, use the eleven o'clock um, portal for Amazon for your purchases. Yeah, maybe I, we can get to San Diego Amazon. next year. I don't know if I want to go to San Diego. Oh, then. yeah, we got to go at least once. You know, I don't. I gotta say, yeah, I, I I am curious to go. I mean, I'd only want to go if it was VIPZ style, but but right. at least yeah. to go that way, you know, um, for sure. I gotta thank you real quick. Look at you. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, da- da- David. David, would, would, oh, I'm sorry, David. It's all right, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, We're a mess. I'm just uh, yeah, well, dude. I'm just it's, excited. He, right, you're back, dude. It's uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo yeah. Trace is a Buffalo Trace. Every time we dance. And big and 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 before. Chris, uh, for Jason's, thank you. Um, my my prime story this week is I am trying to shotgun and get through the last half of the fourth season and into the fifth season of Fringe, so I can finish it, so I can move on to finally see Lost. Oh, nice! You haven't seen really? Lost. That's right. oh, I've never seen Lost. So. Well, you know, take your time. No, I am. Oh, yeah. Take it's, your it's, time. It's six seasons or whatever. Yeah, no, I am. It's it's already queued up in my watch list on Prime. Look at us catching up on shows. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's season four of The Wire now. Nice. Oh, wasn't season three was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, man. It was. Yeah. Stringer, man. Damn, Strang. Dude, do you, oh, have, have, my, have, yeah. you, have you watched, have you seen any episodes of Luther, Jason? No, no. You should. I, well, I know wait, yeah, too, right? wait till, wait till yes. you're done with Wire and then check out Luther. It's right, cool. really good. Yeah. There you go. Come shout out to our man Gordo. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I guess, has been wanting to send me a piece of original art. Very kind of him. And uh, I think he's been lamenting over it because he wanted to get it just right. And uh, I got a package waiting for me when I got home today. And uh, damn, if the boy didn't hook it up. He... um First of all, the the letter that he wrote to me with it um, was awesome in and of itself. Very sweet letter, very nice, and and it was at the bottom. His signature was drawn with the uh, the same um, 
Don't Panic Planet from the cover of Hitchhikers that I have tattooed on my arm. So that was very nice. Cool. And then the picture that he gave me was a commission of Mr. T'Challa, the Black Panther, uh, in the famous Huey Newton, founder of the actual Black Panthers, picture where Huey's sitting on the wicker chair holding the rifle in one hand and the spear in the other. And he did a mashup of that with the uh, with my Black Panther that I love. So super duper awesome. And, high concept. Uh, yep, high concept. Yes. Much love to Gordo for that. I really appreciate it. I'm going to frame it up, put it into the nice. gallery. So thanks a lot, Gordo. I appreciate it. Gordo's awesome. Yeah. He is awesome. I don't make enough time for him. Chris, I, I don't make enough time for everybody. It just seems like true. there's not, not lo- enough time to go around. But I feel bad because Gordo's one of the ones I should make time for. You should. Good people. He is. Chris, uh, hold on a second. Uh, Chris, the, um, surprise you haven't, uh, I know you only had one thing you were supposedly excited about out of San Diego, but there was something else that should have had you excited. And what's that? Age of Ultron movie? Your favorite. <laughs> LCS one final. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Boys yeah, and yeah. Huge, huge. About fucking time. Yeah. Um, um, Wait, huge so they, congratulations. So they mm-hmm. they changed their business model. They're now a grocery store set in Israel. Comics and veggies. Wasn't that the name of it? Comics yeah, and veggies. I think hey, comics and vegetables or whatever. Right. Which I'm sure they're wonderful people. But cucumbers, cucumbers, and omnibuy. Yeah. <laughs> they go together uh, well. Challenges, uh, challengers, comics and conversations won the uh, uh, the Eisner or the uh, the spirit of retailing award. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Man, props to Patrick and Dow. Yep. So now, now you can't be a repeat winner of that, right? It's, it's why not? I assume not. It would be kind of yeah. You're you're in you're yeah. in and out. So it's like a hall of fame, right? Once you get oh, it. Oh, okay. So more than anything, I'm glad that they don't have to go through the process again because every they they've been nominated. I think four or five years in a row. Really, since like after their first year of existence, and it's a big deal to go through the entire deal. You have to make a, 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 a film and or a you know video, and and the the nomination process is not is not particularly easy. So it's a it's a thing. So yeah, yeah. finally, uh, you know, Chicago um, it now has I think two. Uh, Chicago Comics has, has won it before, I oh, believe. Nice. So, so we have a couple of the spirit of of uh, retailing award winners. So, um, couldn't couldn't uh, go to a group of nicer guys or uh, guys that that love comics and really the entire staff at, at the store. They are amazing, and they have this just infectious love of. The, the medium from uh, superheroes all the way to uh, to mini comics and uh, it, it just uh, just a great vibe at the store great guys uh, well deserved and uh, and I don't have to bitch about uh, it any more of them being overlooked so I'm very happy about that as well two birds I know I know yeah happy and these will shut the fuck up about it now I, I was keeping half an eye on uh, San Diego not a whole lot of uh Announcements made that really piqued my interest. One, one was really one, cool. One, one that I was really excited. Yeah, about. and it, it was see mine and yours are related but not the same. You, you were happy about the Hellboy Artist Edition. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that uh, that's exciting. Well, but afford Mignola original art. Right. 
some ever going to get. So that's exciting. And, but for me, the this the stinger was at the bottom of that paragraph when they announced they're going to do a Basil Wolverton. I knew that was artist good. edition. Yeah, I was cool. like, yeah, yes, yeah. that is so cool. And I was excited about the Marvel Comics uh, artist those covers. Edition, it's going to be awesome seeing all those covers. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Because co- original art from back then is expensive as a rule, and covers is mad expensive. So yeah. it's the only yeah. time I'm ever ever going to get close to any of those pieces. That's a cool. I, you know what? That's exciting too. The the cover ones. That's really neat. It's a nice approach mm-hmm. because that's more of a um, a, a period document than say like twelve issues or, or five issues of Burns Fantastic Four. It's great, you know. But if you have a ton of covers in one book, wow! Yeah, that is yeah. so and, cool. And, 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 you know, honest. I mean, they had I mean, covers are so different now mm-hmm. than than they oh, were yeah. back. You know, and they had their not the not that it's not top tier talent now, but you have you have cover artists now, and you know, Vince, you're you're the you're the elder statement. Um, did they? You know, I you know I think of like covers from from back you know silver and bronze age. You know, mm-hmm. and it was it was Colin, it was Buscema, it was Kirby. You, yeah, Gil Kane. It was yep. all those guys doing. Now it may not have been <laughs> Ed a cover for for the, the the cover artist and the interior artist may have been different from issue to issue. Like Kirby did Amazing Fantasy fifteen, but it was Deco Interiors. But yeah. most of the cover artists were also interior artists. Where now you you have people that that specialize in doing cover art. Yeah, and and the covers tell a story in themselves they at least tell you what's going to happen in the issue there's, there's a glimpse yeah. of the story inside they're not they're not pinups or ready to be made posters of just you know someone posing on the cover well i mean it's now we we live you know in, in, two different things going on and and we've probably talked about it before is that you have stock covers you uh You'll have covers that they they keep in inventory, inventory covers. So it's like, oh, we need you know a, a cover for Fantastic Four number blah blah blah. Well, here is a cool picture of Thing, you know. Yeah, and but they so did it tongue in cheek too. When the when the cover didn't really match the uh, the story inside, there was always a little um, tongue in cheek blurb that said, "You're not going to see this scene inside, but it's kind of cool," you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, and the, and the other thing is that is that they uh, the solicits for comics are are out you know months in advance, and they may not have the final cover, right. and, you know, and covers you know give you know give away story points, so you're not going to want to have a cover that's solicited three months out giving away your plot points, even though should they do that in the solicits, but um, yeah, so I mean it's just it's changed. You know. I was really excited about uh, a comic piece of news um, that they're bringing back Little Nemo Return to Slumberland. Yeah, that's a good idea. And cool. and the creative team sells it for me because Eric Schanauer is writing it. and Nice. He's Perfect. obviously kill, killed it the last five years, including multiple uh, Eisners, you know, partnering with Scotty on the Oz stuff. Read um, his Age of Bronze, by the way. No, no, I, yeah, Age of Bronze is yeah. great too. And, and then the artist on the book is none other than... than Gabriel Rodriguez, who's just finishing up uh, one of one of Chris and my favorite books in Lock and Key. Yeah, so I think that cover's great too. Yeah, cover, yeah, cover's so wonderful. That that's that's got me pretty jazzed for sure. I'm I'm on board for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
but uh, big picture. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, no, it's just, well, just like I mean, I, I know we, we Superman, Batman was huge news, dude. I mean, you could make. I mean, what you could be skeptical about it all yeah. you want, but but that's huge news. I mean, that's a pretty the, the little kid in me is pretty freaking jazz that we're gonna have a, a movie with actually both of those guys in it together. Yeah, you know that's pretty neat. And, it's cool uh, that you can so still you, feel I, that. I even props for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and again, and even the Marvel news, like the the Age of Ultron movie, whatever. I rolled my eyes. But, see, it, but it, it, you know what? Roll their eyes are the people that are confused that, are, that read it. But it it makes it. it makes so much sense now. Like as we were reading Age of Ultron, it's like, wow, this is so arbitrary. They, Why the hell? But it's gonna have nothing but to do with it. They can't because Wolverine's no. the fucking star of Age of Ultron. It's he's gonna have nothing to do with it, man. Yeah. So, no, but yeah. what I'm saying is, when you look at the series, the ten issue series, right, and and some of the decisions seemed arbitrary, like to team up Wolverine and Susie. For three issues, like, uh, okay, I could have think of somebody better to put together with either one of those characters. But if they wanted to, and if they do the movie in the spirit of the of the comic, that's a good way to jumpstart you know, you know, the Fantastic Four. You know what, you know what Four. I heard that scares me a little bit? And Whedon will probably be able to pull it off because he is definitely a, a great dialogue guy and a great character guy. But what I heard is that it's going to be less... Uh, based on action and more about character development. That's great. I don't go to superhero movies to see fucking character development. But I go well, to see just Hulk Smash. Well, yeah, I mean that says the Smash is good too, but the Smash kind of doesn't mean much without you know knowing who these characters are, right? You know, and that and that's you. You want we know who they are, but you want you want an even mix of it. You want to see the characters develop. Yeah, but it's you know I'm going to an Avengers movie because I want to see shit blow up. Yeah, I think the first one had well, a lot of both, I right? Say, I mean, if I mean we didn't crush the first movie, so I don't know why I would think he's not yeah. going to crush the second. Yeah. Movie. But yeah, in 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 in, in Whedon we trust, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's, unless it's they start Snyder, tap dancing, unless, unless yeah. convinced him. But see, that's like, and, and I, I mean, mean, it's it's going to be really cool to see the two of them live. Act. I mean, we've seen plenty of cartoons and plenty of comics, but to see live action, and they haven't said who's going to play who's, that. Have who's they? who's doing Batman Superman? Snyder. He, it's, Snyder it's, yeah. it's actually the sequel to Superman. It's right. It's, the sequel. It's the Man of Steel sequel. Oh, okay. And, and I don't know if I. I'm just, I was, I guess, hoping, or maybe under the impression, or naive, but I was I was thinking that maybe they were going to kind of follow Marvel's model and throw a couple of solo movies out before getting the band together. And granted, we don't know how much Batman there will be in the movie. We don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to play him? So. They, wait, wait, wait. They do have solo movies. Uh, no, no, because we're going to forget that there was ever... A Green Lantern movie, where where there were no solo movies. No, no, I'm talking about the Batman Superman. Yeah, it's Batman and Superman. Well, this, this is because, because, because everything. There's no Thor. There's no Captain America. There's no Iron Man, and then Avengers with Hulk. This is this, so. This is not Batman Begins. Batman. It may be, I, but the thing. To They'd be, be silly though, for it not to be. be. Um, I mean, it's definitely not going to be. Uh, what's this? It's not Christopher for Nolan, or it's uh, not yeah. Nolan. It's not it's Bale. Not, yeah, right. Not Christian Bale. I, I, I. Part of me also just feels that they. I guess it's 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 kind of desperate. It's like we're just going to throw the second movie. Now we're going to have Batman instead of maybe seeing. I don't. 
I still haven't seen Man of Steel. Maybe this is a natural progression for where they're going, but it just uh, okay. We're going to put. Let me put it this way, David: If Green Lantern hadn't been an absolute failure of a movie, Green Lantern would be in this movie. That'd be fine. No, I don't doubt it. I, I've just, oh. but if that, they could ever figure out a way to make Wonder Woman palatable, if it's yeah. not Linda Carter, Linda Carter, then, then she's gorgeous. Wonder man. Woman oh. would be in this. You know, it's the, Batman and Superman are the only well, two perfect. characters that they can seem to get any sort of traction with. Right, right. So, but they should just give up on a Justice League movie, make a world's finest, and just be done with it. Yeah, but I want to see Cyborg. Uh, he probably work better in a movie than he does in a comic. And, you know, I would love to see a Flash movie. I mean, all joking aside, though, I don't think you could, like like I think we've seen enough superhero movies not to know that 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 like if it's done right, anything could be badass. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, well, you know, again, with, like with Guardians of the Galaxy, aren't we? You know what? I mean, look, I, I know people. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking mad forward to it. I, I think the casting's fantastic. I yeah. think. Uh, I think Karen Gill looks hot without I'm hair. I'm not even a Doctor Who fan. I'm I'm down with that casting. Uh, uh, but, there but we go. Drax is a great idea. Uh, yeah. He looks the part certainly. Yep. Um, the I mean, we haven't seen that the, the CGI I have seen for Groot and Raccoon is awesome. Um, I didn't I think see it, that. It looks better than than Vince worrying about Rhino. Yeah. yeah. When I heard uh, when Suck I heard that. um. Benicio del Toro was cast. I was a little nervous, and then I heard it was it, they made him the collector, which is good because the only way that mumble mouth can pull a, pull a, a roll off is to be an alien. So that's cool. Um, by the way, in all seriousness, how, how did like I loved him in Usual Suspects? Don't get me wrong, but how did Homeboy become a famous actor? He's barely understandable. Oh, he's awesome in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, but you can barely understand him though. Well, it, as Raúl, you you know. You really don't want to understand him. No, but, no doubt. And he was yeah. just in that movie, um, that new uh, Oliver Stone movie. What was that called? Uh, I don't know. The the one with the drug dealers that. Chicks digging, man. You know what? Yeah, you, now you're right. You, Scarlett Johansson banged him in an elevator. So you yeah. you pressed my button when you said Del Toro because because I went oh, to you know what I don't get, I don't think I'm ready to talk to you about this. I went to the movies. Saturday and. Uh, uh, you, you, how long have I been talking Dude, about? You know you're going to isolate a lot of our listeners. I, I don't care. How long have I been he's, talking he's about running Pacific through the stop Rim? Sign, Jason, he's going around third. He's heading to home. Nah, it's not going to stop. I, I took my son to see Pacific Rim, and and it, I, I, I was crushed. I, I was profoundly disappointed. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. I, I I will say Del Toro's heart was in the right place for mm-hmm. the for the movie. Obviously, he he loves. The, the the genre and he you could tell he has um uh an uh, a very intense um appreciation of, of the japanese movies but the execution was horrible horrible execution he shot himself in the foot from from the 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 the, the concept of the movie uh I, i'm not i won't spoil anything but there's there's something built into the 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 narrative that demands that all the monsters kind of be the same and what they are is gray and um the design wise they're 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 lackluster they're boring um and and that's the thing with the movie that i didn't like everything is gray it's like del toro's afraid of color you got these huge canvases these giant robots and these Colossal monsters, and what color are they? They're gray. 
that's just that's a stupid decision to do uh, to to pl- plan your and and not only that but when they when they are on screen it's at night and it's raining it's just a boring movie you can't see anything everything is dark when you can see stuff it's the the screen is filled with people who can act the the the, the best actor in the whole entire movie is that little japanese girl who who gets profoundly disturbed by by the monsters and grows up to be um, a pilot? It's just it's the movie's terrible, dude. Did, Jason, did you see it? Dude, I loved it. You can walk away from that movie saying that's a good movie. Not just good, I loved it. Oh, I think it's horrible. And my son's freaking. That's all they've talked about since. They want to know if they can go back and see it this weekend. Yeah, Vinny loved it too. But I, I, the the you, okay here. This is my dude, another. Pre- I honestly think this is a case of. Like I must be with GI Joe movies. I just think you're too close to it. No, no, I no. Think no. Your expectations were too high for this. The 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 the, the like soul. You liked the Transformers movies, but you didn't like this because they're baffles. because they're fun. They're they're just fun. This movie was kind of sort of fun in some spots, but uh, ultimately it's it's just it's it's lackluster. It's mediocre. It's not even it's not even a I can, I can almost hesitate calling it a good movie. It's not good. It's oh, you're bo- correct. The the I think the box office in this case is our man d goodhart called it, it the, the it, best movie he's seen in years <laughs> okay wow that's a stretch mr fantastic no, must be in the movie awesome, dude. i think it was the perfect summer movie nah it's lousy it's lousy you know, you, dude i dude i was gonna i was almost, if we didn't do the intro the way we did it i was gonna be donald sutherland this weekend in honor of invasion of the body snatch <laughs> you and david i don't know why. no don't oh my god and no. I'm, I'm surprised actually you weren't uh, you didn't introduce yourself as robert hayes no, since uh, his birthday seriously though the, the 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 whole point of the kaiju is is you have these these strange beasts that are of a million different shapes and sizes beautifully colorful they're just crazy that's why they work because the japanese they're crazy designs and then you have these these monsters built on the same dna and they're all boring looking well you got this gigantic monkey looking one it's like please did no who did you hire to design these creatures they're boring it's the same awesome it's the same old same old when you have a blank slate um, a, a blank canvas, and you can design anything you want. It's so and, evocative of like, nah, it's evocative Ultron of, and Star Blazers and all those times when the guys would send different types of kaiju to come fight, and they would all basically be somewhat analogous of one another, but a little bit different, have a different power, a different size, different modality, and then the heroes would have to find some aspect of their abilities to, to vanquish it. Like, I mean, I just thought, I thought Del Toro channeled every aspect of all that fictional lore that we've fallen in love with for decades. <laughs> I mean, from the sword to the wings popping out to the homage to the... To the and that, to See, the, that didn't make any sense either. If, if they're all based on the same DNA, why did that one have wings and the other ones didn't? Well, because they're all different. I mean, it, again, it, they've established that each one was being evolved to meet with to be better and to handle the ish- the the issues that the other ones faced that were defeated so yeah. they're being iterated each time so of course it would make sense they they're being it. iterated into the same lackluster designs really dude that, I'm baffled. by the way half our audience right now is crying right now that <laughs> I'm sorry i just think that i think the movie's trash <laughs> the most bittersweet you return crazy, ever dude you are fucking crazy. nah it's 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 nasty it it oh is it's God, nasty it so and 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 the the bioluminescent blood that's great. So there's where the color comes in. The blood. Wow. Well, I, in this case, and and how about at the end I'm too? Glad your son has better taste than you. No, at the end they they had the, the, here comes the big bad and he looks just like the other ones. Yay! That's the one thing I will give you when they say, "Oh, it's a Category Five, the first one I've ever seen." I expected that one to be like 
jaw-droppingly opposed. Like, yeah. like dumb. I, I will give you that. They could have done a better job with the last Kaiju, but right. but still, overall, the movie was an a strong A. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you're breaking Dude, my heart. I don't get Like, how could you like that crazy movie that... Uh, big, it's Big Man Japan. Centipede? Oh. No, no. The one where um, <laughs> the chicks were in prison. Uh, uh, in the in the prison, the one that um, oh sucker punch yeah how could you like sucker <laughs> oh, punch? because God. sucker punch sucker punch was fun God, thank you <laughs> it was fun it was it was it was there were parts in that movie that were visually stunning when she's fighting the two or the three yeah. samurai there were parts in this that were visually stunning yeah well the stuff you could see maybe was okay oh, you're crazy sucker no. punch might be the worst movie i've ever seen oh know, come on as, as, it was not bad, bad. i enjoyed sucker punch well enough like i i didn't dislike it like much like most people but but i mean that was a bad movie i mean there, there, oh, i'm there, not I saying it's a great movie i'm saying doing I, pretty things but i'm saying I, I like it and the 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 battle scenes were great the freaking dragon's awesome in that movie but see that the, i mean as as a, a piece of cinema it's not a great movie but it's fun <laughs> There, there's, there's, there's nothing. There, I, I had very little, very little fun in in uh, Pacific Rim. Nothing. Bummer. Yeah. Are we well, gonna yeah. go see uh, Wolverine? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? I, uh, yeah, I heard a couple people that have seen it, including Julian, and they all were shocked, shockingly happy with it. So, I'm, it, dude, it's got Silver Samurai. It's gonna be. It awesome. does, but as we talked about last week, it's it, the, the two female leads are skinny as a mug and and like so out of character. But I'm still excited. I'm down with that. I like skinny. Oh, no, dude. dude like, no. Like, like, they can double as samurai's blades. Yeah. Like, that's cool. You'll no, see, dude, they're way it. too skinny, dude. It is. They don't resemble comic book uh, characters in any way, shape, or form. That's all right. You're going to have some ass if you're going to be a comic book character. Marjo <laughs> <laughs> is so good as Black Widow. She's got ass. She does. She does. Spe- <laughs> speaking of comics. Yes. <laughs> Must we? Yeah. Well, we were talking comic book we movies. We're cool with that. Can. We're cool with that. Well, what do you got? What do you got, Chris? Uh, probably so my favorite. Almost, you got to be out of here soon. So go ahead. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Top rope. Left. <laughs> oh shit! That was good. Um, probably. Um, <sighs> Lazarus has probably been my favorite single issue um, of the last year or so. It's that good, uh, huh? It's that good. It's really good. Your guys' cool. is good, bro. Yeah. yeah, love it. It's it it scratches that post apocalyptic dystopian future itch that i have it's just so just so perfect now there's that. a woman who's not too skinny right yeah hmm. it's and um, it sets everything up in that first issue vince there's uh, no got abs titties so so good but my favorite series over the last year and and I just caught up and finished it. It it, it just it reminds. Me. Sometimes you go through peaks and valleys of reading comics, and it can be a little bit of a slog. And you're like, why am I doing this? I'm I'm not actually even having fun reading this. I'm just reading to read. And then there's a series where you just you get drawn into it, and it's you all you want is more of it. Mm. I just want. Garth Ennis and and Goran Parlov to make everything mm-hmm. because Fury Max mm-hmm. is awesome. It is it is so so awesome. Uh, their work on Punisher Max, I think we're going to look back on it years from now and say that was one of the one of the really high water 
uh, works of of the past decade here. Everything that they did on on Punishment, and I know Parwav didn't, you know, he wasn't the artist the entire time, but whenever they're paired up together, they're so good. And Punisher Max, for what, almost a decade, was just one of the consistently best books on the shelves. They took all of that energy, all of that passion, all of the um, just nastiness of Punisher Max, everything that you loved about it, took the Fury character, which was the uh, Nick Fury of the Max universe, and, and, and made a 13-issue series based around that much more real-world uh, version of Nick Fury. He's not, he's not an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's um, a high-level uh, CIA uh, operative. And they walk you through Fury's uh, history in war, and it's called My War Gone By. And it starts out in, uh, in Indochina, before the American involvement in Vietnam, and it goes all the way to what the the Iran Contra scandal. And so it's it's based in real world American involvement in wars and and his involvement within the CIA uh, doing some pretty nasty stuff. And it's 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 dark and it's funny in parts and it's filthy and it's everything that a good Garth Ennis story should be. It's I Garth has a way with filthy. Um and it's not yeah. just, it, but the thing is it's not filthy to be filthy. He just he he paints a, a very dark world. And yeah. yeah. Part, it's it's not it's not like the boys filthy and not saying the boys was you know, it was, you know, come on, it, it was filthy to be filthy. And that was Garth doing that Garth. And don't and, forget about Crossed. And, and Crossed. I owe him a huge debt for creating Crossed. What he does in this Max universe is he looks at, at war and soldiers and gives them some humanity, but he doesn't shy away from the, the animals that they are. And Fury mm-hmm. in this book is... He's he has a conscience. He's kind of like the the best of the worst of us, I guess is is a way to to look at it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's everything about it was just spot on perfect. It's my favorite my favorite book that I've read this year as far as wow. the series. It's it's I've every- heard nothing but amazing things about it, and I uh, <laughs> I I read the first issue and I just I haven't gotten around to the rest. Wow. Uh, what what's what's amazing about it is that it is a it's a continuing story over thirteen issues that it's what it would be almost fifty years of of Fury's career uh, in the CIA. It starts pre American involvement in in Vietnam. You know it's it's you know he's he's a World War Two hero. And and now working for CIA, and it goes all the way to you know um, into the two thousands, and it's uh, you know turn of the century, and it's it's him. The entire the entire series is a flashback as he is recording his memoirs, and mm. um, well, that's and cool it, that it's thirteen issues because you know Marvel is is probably going to scoop all that together in one book. Oh, I I would love it. Yeah. You know? It's it's it's. Hasn't it, it already been like pre-solicited? Like it hasn't like I think Amazon uh, even has it listed. Oh no, it's really? Out from now. Nice. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'll get that. 
It's mm-hmm. it's so good. If you and anyone out there that that where did Parlov come from too? Because I keep hearing about what Hollismith's art was in this book, and, and I I know he's he, been around for a while, but I don't he, feel like I ever heard his that much praise. Uh, didn't he do Barracuda? Did he do the Barracuda miniseries? Yes, I think well, so. And and he okay. did some of the uh, the Punisher Max issues. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that's awesome about this. I mean, it is Fury from that from that Max universe, and it, the mild spoilers, but not if you look on the cover because um, Dave, amazing Dave Johnson covers, by the way. Um, the covers have a lot of the the story points woven into them. There is uh, three issues in this where Fury is uh, is working with Frank Castle. It's a pre- pre-Punisher Frank Castle and there's uh, I think yeah three issues where uh, where Barracuda is oh. a, a very prominent character see I love stuff like that where, yeah. we, where they'll just insert you know Frank in there that actually it's par- probably knowing Ennis I mean it's probably the same world as as his later Punisher stuff so you need yes. you know you, this is just yeah. another little slice of that story well, that's cool you know, because he introduced Fury into Punisher Max in the Mother Russia there arc. you go that's how Frank Frank was on a mission for Fury and they have a history together and in this series you learn about the history of of Nick and, yeah. and Frank Castle that's just smart mid- in the mission that they ran together in in Vietnam, I appreciate stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah. so good, and it is. It's Garth, Punisher, Max, and it's Barracuda. You know, Barracuda is he's a big man. He's he's, he's running he's running drugs and training soldiers in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. He's training Contras hmm. and running drugs. It's and it's 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 brilliant. It's absolutely no fantastic. Doubt. He's bad. It's got Ennis on the cover. It's got to be brilliant. It's Ennis doing war stuff. So, and that, be- that's right up your damn alley too with that the CIA oh. and the espionage. Oh, right? for me, and the ab- war, ab- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's an orgasm uh, on a page for Chris. Ooh, uh, that's it's nasty. one of those that you know, Mar- Marta would be like, "Turn your iPad off." I'm like, <laughs> 10 more minutes." <laughs> Jason, you must be giddy. Uh, is he here? Jason. Oh, at least he didn't take his, uh, his uh, mic. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. He, so, he, he picked me before he left. said, be right back. He said that. Oh. Ago. Well, so, because um, didn't they announce, uh, I think it's already solicited, uh, Phantom X Max? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. Oh, he'll be very happy about that. Yeah. I saw it. Is that the, his remender right in that? I don't know. I just. Jason, Jason, who's doing Phantom X Max? Phantom X Max, uh, drawn by Sean Crystal, written oh. by. Oof. Ha! Huh. Um, not remember. Not remember. No, I don't think so. Uh, damn. But I, I saw. I saw that, and I, I. I said, my boy's probably very happy. Oh, I'm. I already talked to Sean Crystal about buying art from it. Look at you! <laughs> oh, no grass under Jason. <laughs> um, actually, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's someone. It's, uh, his name is Andrew Hope. Oh, okay. the, uh, writer's name. Cool. So it's not a guy I'm very familiar with on the writing side, but Sean Crystal's a buddy of uh, Scotty's and Ramones. He's another. Um, well, he was until recently a, uh, I guess, repped by um, by Paolo. He's I think he's repping himself now, art wise. But uh, but really cool style. He's drawn Deadpool issues before, like back when we had those. That we had that period where they're like four or five ongoing Deadpool books in once. He he drew a bunch of issues in a couple of them. Um, you know, real cool, very animated style. Not not dissimilar to Ramon Perez. Um, he's um, he's a teacher at SCAD, if I'm not mistaken. 
Oh, really? He just, yeah, he teaches. He like that's his day job is teaching illustration at CAD. But yeah, so huh. cannot wait for that book. Yeah, I knew it. You knew hmm. this. I got something. I know, and I'm I'm mad that you didn't tell us about it earlier because I saw some preview pages and it looked amazing. Yeah, it's it's ooh, and it, and it's a, a a late in the week edition. I did not plan to talk about this this week. Uh, I, in fact, I I only got it Tuesday. No, today's Wednesday. I got it Monday, and uh, as soon as I started leafing through it, I said, "Damn, I got to read this right now." And uh, truth be told, it's not a very long read. It'll take you about. 45 minutes to an hour to read the whole thing. Uh, published by Fanagraphics, it was originally released as a series of eight-page mini-comics through Oily Comics, uh, and the writer, I think that's his thats his business, okay. Oily Comics. That was know. like uh, Super Mario jumping, hitting yep. a... Yep, that's my uh, Derek Howard text beep. Uh, oh, Derek, oh he did that, he did that on <laughs> <Hi> purpose. <Derek. laughs> Uh, written and drawn by Pennsylvania born and bred Charles Forsman. In fact, this is his first graphic novel. Called and if I'm not mistaken, Vince, isn't he uh, a good buddy of Charlito and Mr. Phil? Hasn't he been a fairly yeah. frequent like guest on um, back when Indie Spinner Rack was going on? Yep, I do believe. I do believe yeah. you're right. Um, it's it's diminutive in size. It's about uh, five inches by six and a half inches. But man, it packs. That's the only thing. It packs a mean wallop. And the name of it is. The end of the fucking world, and awesome. I'm just going to call it world from now on. Uh, the, the it's listed on the cover, probably for marketing and and display purposes, as T E O F T E O T F W. So we'll just call it world, okay? Uh, it, it's it's a heartwarming tale of uh, you have this emotionally hollow James and Alyssa, the young woman that loves him. That is nuts. That is nuts. Come on. Uh, But like our good friend Dexter Morgan, James can't seem to generate any emotion other than flatline apathy. The guy is dead inside. Uh, Like Dexter, too, he's had a really odd childhood. Uh, When he was little more than 13, he bashed a cat to death with a large stone. Uh, I know. Uh, the act was the first of many similar instances. You got dead mice, birds, bats, rabbits, lizards, baby birds, butterflies, all dead. Probably to eke some emotion out of himself, but it's not possible. The, he, he, early in the book, he said, uh, I realized at a very young age that I really don't have a sense of humor. In fact, he doesn't have a sense of humor at all. He, he, through the course of the, the book, you, you really never see him laugh. Uh, or, or, or just, you know, crack wise or think something's funny. He just doesn't do it. Uh, so all these animals fall prey to his curiosities. Uh, at age 15, he intentionally stuck his hand into a whirling garbage disposal mm-hmm. and sheared off his pinky and ring finger. And, and as it's happening, you, you see, you see the, this, this, the drain of the sink. And his hand going down to it. And next panel, his that hand. That's one of my mortal fears, by the way. Is I, I that's like most people, right? Garbage disposals. No, we, I, we have one, and every time I, I I I turn it on, I actually stand back, which is stupid. Like, it's, you know, what am I going to do? Fall into the drain? <laughs> but no, it's 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 a it's. I mean, it's something we all share. But he 
um, doesn't have the fear. He's dead he, inside. He he stuck his hand into this whirling blades, cuts his fingers off, and and uh, Forsman's really cool uh, how he did it. You you see his hand go in, and the blood shoot up, and then the next panel, the blood is shooting on his face, and nothing. There's not a grimace. There's not a wince. There's not a scream. He's just looking looking at what's going on. The the, the guy. You know, poke him just to see if he's alive. He doesn't really respond to to this uh, external stimuli, right? Uh, Sixteen, he pretends to fall in love with the sexually curious Alyssa, the the, the girl I mentioned. Uh, and at seventeen, he punches his father in the face, steals the car, totals the car, and then he and Alyssa head out to parts unknown. Okay, uh, they they kind of tool around a small town. They they fling obscenities at a waitress, just basically wasting time trying to see what they're going to do next uh, until they notice a home uh, with a, a collection of newspapers strewn across the driveway. That's a sure sign that nobody home. Uh, the house has been unoccupied for a stretch. They break in, make the home their own, loot the liquor cabinet, raid the pantry, experiment with sex, uh, and again... Uh, Forsman's pretty sharp. They, there's a, a, a wide-angle shot of them in bed, and she goes, did you do it inside me? And he goes, I don't know. He can't even feel the, the release of an orgasm. There's nothing. He doesn't even feel that. I mean, it's. It, I can't hammer home the, the, the concept that this guy just feels nothing, okay? Um, uh, while Alyssa is in another room, uh, James takes it upon himself to root through the, the, the owner's personal belongings. And this is where the story really takes a weird turn. He finds a box that's marked... What's uh, in the box? What's in the box? It's marked Christmas on the side, but there's not decorations inside. Uh, they're, they're, the box contains a book emblazoned with an inverted pentagram. There's... Uh, spools or, or um, rings of cord or twine, a knife, and in an envelope, there's a series of Polaroids featuring bloody and mutilated bodies. Yeah, see, these are the uh, these are the images that I saw this today when I was. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, inevitably, the owner comes home, and uh, James uses the fact that this person, well, he considers this person not a very nice man because of uh, supposedly what he has done to his victims, and, and he slits his throat, kills him right there, sneaks up on him and kills him, and, and, and that's where the story writ large kind of begins uh, because uh, Alyssa's childhood wasn't all that great either. Uh, her mother and father split when she was young. She hadn't seen him in 10 years. So um, the pair uh, hit the road to hopefully cross paths with the guy. But unknown to them, they have a shadow. See, when James was slitting the, uh, the professor's uh, throat, he had, um, I don't know if we can call it a friend, maybe a partner in crime, whatever. You got a friend. Uh, he had an associate, let's call her uh this gun-toting policewoman who arrives at the house not long after james did the deed and unfortunately for the kids she gets a good look at them and begins to track them down and and then the story opens up and i won't i won't reveal too much more of it but uh these kids have nothing but each other right and and the last chapters wow a punch in the face because like they both make these these leaps, emotional and, and, and transformative leaps, 
um, and it's just there's this air of like hopelessness and and you know that feeling uh, you get sometimes when uh, the hair stands up on the back of your neck because you realize mm-hmm. that that you're you're always and forever going to be alone in this world yeah you have you have people around you and you have loved ones and stuff but basically you're by yourself right and you, you came in that way you're going to go out that way and i think this this story kind of preys on that feeling of 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 um uh, i don't know if it, i wouldn't say hopelessness but that that solitary feeling that you are all you have you know what i mean uh, it's uh, the last chapter wow you you I'm, I'm i'm telling you you will not forget it it, it just ends on this note like yo mm. damn uh but uh to make it even worse or better depending on you know if you're in line with what i like yeah, Forsman's art is like clean, unfettered. Very simple. I, yes, Very I, simple. I think it's yeah. fantastic. But there, mm-hmm. are, there are moments in the story where the kids resemble adolescent versions of the Peanuts gang. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I mean, again, I've, I only saw I think eight pages of it, but but I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. He, Forsman employs some of that same. Um, facial feature i guess you can call it mark making that charles schultz uses like like a pot like a parentheses for around the eyes and little dots for the eyes and his noses are just like you know um half circles like schultz would do and even the shapes of the heads of the characters sometimes take on that like there's one one panel where Alyssa's looking up into the sky and you'd swear like it's one of the peanuts kids grown up and that's really creepy to to think that you know those beloved characters we all know so well turned into these hollow kind of i want to call them slackers because that's a that's not a term i I like but for jason's uh benefit they're kind of slackers well vince you know no i was going to say i read a um a review of this and they compared it and it was like the review basically was saying woodrow this book was written for you because it said this is a graphic uh mashup of uh, Cormac McCarthy's *The Road* meets *Catcher in the Rye*, which are two of my top books. Yeah, of Yeah, it does have an air of *Catcher of the Catcher in the Rye*. I wouldn't say *The Road* though. It, well, the, I, mean, I is, haven't read the book, but the the eight pages and what you're describing certainly sound in *The Road*, where it's basically about sort of this, you know, this era, this 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 idea of hopelessness and being alone, and and uh, you know, the world kind of being at its ends, and yeah, and and the characters that populate this world are are not great. Uh, I mean, as as bad as James and Alyssa, well, James and mm-hmm. Alyssa's just, you know, his his anchor. As mm-hmm. as bad as they are, the people that surround them uh, aren't much better. I mean, Alyssa's father's um, not all that great. Uh, they 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 run into people on the road where you know they're just scumbags. Uh, yeah. The one guy picks up the the kids and James sits in the front seat and he's this old man and you can tell that you know the guy's got something working on him. And a uh, little way into the 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 ride, he reaches over and uh, starts unbuttoning James's pants. And James he he's so oblivious to to emotion that he just sits there right and Alyssa's like what the fuck are you doing you know what i mean and she and she jumps in and and kind of 
steps in where James was, uh, I mean, he just didn't even know, like, what, what, what to do because he didn't, he didn't see it as a bad act. He didn't see it as a good act. He didn't see it as anything, right? And, and the, that, that's just the character in a nutshell. The kid just, it's like, it's like there's a shell of a body, but there's nobody in there, you know what I mean? Until, the end of the book and you got to read that because it's just uh, it, yeah, i'm telling you in the in the right hands with the right actors this could make one hell of a movie um and it wouldn't be a big budget picture anyway which is more along the lines of what i like um i gotta wholeheartedly recommend this thing uh but like i said you could read it in a single sitting and it ain't cheap uh, it's that's got, the thing i checked it out it uh yeah it's not cheap it's a, it's got a 19.99 cover price uh, but Amazon has it for around fifteen. I think it's worth it because the 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 resonance with of of the if that's the right word I don't know of the ending. I mean, you pay what you pay, right? But and, right. and you get out of it what you take away. And this book is it's it's got hooks. I mean, you're not going to forget the ending anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it to you? I don't know. Figure it out yourself. I've got the uh, I've got those fanographics like the fifty percent off. You know, they had those like, ah, like the coupon that they had. yeah. And I've been saving it because I've been waiting for the uh, Ed Pisker hip hop. Oh yeah, tree uh, yes. so I'm gonna probably order this and the hip hop family tree with one because I have like two hundred dollars worth of uh, loot I gotta buy this this year from Fantas. I'm I'm telling you, the 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 sweet spot for this book would have been nine ninety nine. At nine ninety nine, this thing I'm thinking it, it would have sold. I don't know what it sold, but I'm guessing whatever it sold would have sold a lot more if it was priced in that zone. It's weird because Amazon listed at one hundred thirty six pages, but it's it's more than that. It's it's like I would say 160, but um, it's it's there's not a hell of a lot of dialogue. Uh, you're gonna read it quickly, but it's awesome. Yeah, and, you know it's funny how it seems like with these hardcovers they're trying to pull fast ones on people. Like um, it's a, it's I gotta a even say, even our boy Chris Pitzer he 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 solicited on our forum this week yeah. uh, a a book that was like 64 pages and it was like 29.95 or something. But yeah, yeah, but that, I think that's valid because it's in color. And it's it's oversized. This is a little sixty four pages. That's uh, two comics worth. Yeah, but I for thirty bucks. But this, that, I consider that like uh, yeah, maybe it's pretentious. A graphic it's not album produced. It's not. It's, it's coming out of a small company. It's a right. hardcover. It's in full color. That ain't cheap. You know, it's like it's like a it's small, batch, like small batch whiskey, Jason. It should have know? been it's, like fourteen ninety five for reals. I mean, I got to keep it real. That that's that's put it this way. I it's the first thing from Picture Box. I'm not going to be ordering. You mean Ad House? You mean Ad House, right? I'm, I'm sorry. Ad House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Ad see, House. Kevin Eastman can afford to put hardcovers out for fourteen ninety five because he's got heavy metal to to kind of fuel the fire. But Pitzer, I mean, he's he's got he's he's a little company. I I think twenty nine is right in line with what that should cost. Hmm. You know you're going to get you know borrow your copy when I hang no out. you know you're going to get it cheaper from from our sponsor uh, uh, under <laughs> if the stars are aligned you may get it for fifteen who knows we'll see I don't know but we went off on a tangent but yeah this yeah. this is a great book it it, it the the ripples of, of this uh, of the uh, the uh, denouement, I guess. Uh, we'll st- denouement. I don't like French. Yeah. We'll we'll stick with you. Uh, you'll feel them, and it, it's a great little story. I can't wait till uh, Forsman does something else because I, I I'm just gonna scoop it all up. He's great. Yep. That's awesome. Hey, can we keep with the uh, with the indie shtee sh- sh- since we're going with it? Yeah, why not? Nice. Um, and this is the book that Vince, if you haven't read, you, you but I, I have no doubt you probably plan to at some point. 
uh, and that is uh, Mr. A guy that we have talked about his previous works quite a bit on the show. Mr. Dash Shaw has put out two new works of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a humongous tome, which I have yet to take out of the shrink wrap. Uh, and we'll get to it some other point. But um, he also put out a comic book-sized issue called Three Stories. Yep. Um, and it is uh, three short stories in... Um, I believe were produced elsewhere first, right? They were. I'm sure they were. Yeah, I have both of those, but I have yet to open them. Yeah. So too much. Yeah. So this, uh, this, this, um, this three stories joint. Uh, it's com- you know, like I said, it's basically a comic book in terms of its format, um, but it's uh, it is three. Uh, it's like an anthology, you know, all by Dash Shaw, and. Those people familiar with Shaw know that he really likes to play with uh, his his cartooning style. So so no two books look the same. Um, he, he plays a, a ton with color and graphical layout and uh, and yep. format and 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 so you get that in this book. Um, in my opinion, the strongest of the three stories is the first one, which is called Object Lesson. It's like this strange fever dream about a, a middle aged man who loses his job. And is working in an America that's like ruined by Ponzi schemes, and so he can't get a job. And then he's told that he actually didn't graduate high school, even though he thought he did. So he has to go back to high school as a middle-aged man and pay all this money to graduate. And he's not sure if it's in his imagination or if it's a big scam or if he actually has to go back to school. Uh, and uh, it's just this very tongue-in-cheek, skeptical look at our society and and, and how – we're driven by consumerism and, 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 you know, we're caught up in the rat race. Um, and again, I think the message is fairly clear. I don't know if, put it this way, if you're an adult and you read this, I think you get it instantly. I'd be curious to know what like a teenager or a college kid would think of this book. Because, you know, as a father and a, and a I guess almost middle-aged man, like I was like, oh, I get where he's coming from here. But um, you know, Vince, you know, it's we've talked about him before, but like he's got this fascinating obsession with like color and in this book it's crazy like in the in in this first story, it's a black and white illustrated comic, but I can't even again not being an artist, I can't even describe it. I'd I'd hope you had read it. Um the what he does with color here like on one page it's like this just like like almost like thick horizontal um line of olive color that overlays like the middle of the panels but like not in any kind of linear way it just like overlaps the panels like for the sake of it and then like in another page there's like these blotches of olive green and then blotches of burgundy that all mix together almost like he spilled ink on the page mm. and it, it's it's I, I'm, I'm not quite sure if he's doing it for any other reason than he felt like doing it you know what i mean well that's okay that's that's yeah, a, no, that's no, no, a no. valid it's, statement too but it's, are, it's, is the it's, color near like significant objects in the panels or is it just it's like tough an to say because like like on one page like kind of what you could argue is the climax of the story like the there's one two there's eight panels like in the, the page is divided in two there, there's the top is is eight eight rectangular panels and then the, the the bottom half is one giant rectangular panel in the top it's again it's like three or four different shades of green kind of just like splotched on top of the black and white and then the bottom in the middle, almost like, and I'm pretty sure he took a picture of a red velvet cupcake and made an ink print of it because you can see the cupcake wrapper white outline of it. Mm-hmm. He smashed it into the into the page, like for the a climactic scene. Like it's it's very it's you know and the next the next scene is almost like almost like a white outish whitish yellow 
that he's almost painted on top of the the, the the image. Like it's just it's just a fascinating decision. Again, not being an artist, it's it's he's clearly going for something here, even if it's just for his own pleasure. But it's and it's just it's it's kind of arresting, but it didn't it, it definitely works in the context of, of the story. I mean Oh, I see what you're talking about. Oh you looking at it now? Yeah. 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 Oh that's Hmm. So so the second story is called um Ah oh, this freaking Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. In the background. Yeah, the second story is called "Acting Is Reacting: Girls Gone Wild," and that's a really straightforward look. Where like every page is um is a it, the background is a is a map, like a good old fashioned paper map, um, back before we all had Google Maps. Um, and then there's these little almost business card sized four four panels in each, and it's just a girl being interviewed, a, bl- a pretty blonde girl in a black dress being interviewed, and she's being interviewed by essentially the girls gone wild um guy. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but whoever you know that guy yeah. that. Uh, and he's basically just talking to this girl, and he's convincing her to go from like just a normal girl into the point where she, by the end of it, is taking her clothes off and spreading leg, spreading eagle, and and <laughs> screaming, "Girls gone wild!" You know, and it's like I don't know if he's really trying to say anything other than like just making a comment on the fact that like you know we're growing up in a world where like the young people have no fear of 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 or no 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 appreciation for privacy. You know, like like there's there's no rules on that, um, and it's overlaid and- over a map. Yeah, and, and what looks like a like a mileage chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, and then the, the last one is this like crazy future shock story, where again the colors are like really crazy. I mean, there's like blue and green and red globules, and then there's like spherical orange, green, red, and blue glo- on the next page. And then there's like a blue green hue on the next. But then the, the the net of it is this story where like little children are put into jail and uh, treated harshly for like minor crimes, and then. When they get to be adolescents, the jails get so full they have to build an adolescent jail and move them up there because the other kids are coming in. And then there's a, a teenage jail, and then you know eventually they they riot and they escape the jail. It's like it's just, I just man, I gotta say, like I, I know in interviews he comes off as kind of a douche, but like Dashaw is a fascinating human being. Yes, like, whatever's going on in his mind is not typical, and it's it's interesting to me because it's not certainly not the way I think about the world, but when I read his stuff. It has a visceral reaction for me where I really appreciate it. Like I really love his perspective, even though it's not something that I would ever come up with myself. Like so, I just got to give him mad props. I really enjoyed it, and it was um, cheap. It was like two ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's called three stories, and I, I highly recommend it if you, especially if you're cool. curious about Dash Shaw, but don't want to like plunk down the big bucks to get like one of his big collected editions. So yeah, I'm gonna have to take some time with this. Yeah. 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 It's really special. Yeah, shit, shit don't cray. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you got the, the drawing style. It's so immediate and, and so, like, in the moment. And then the backgrounds are speaking a totally different language as the than the, the – That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, like, like they don't – they seem somewhat disconnected, almost like he's trying to, like, play with two different layers, you know, and then kind of just yeah. let them be where they – where just almost separate. Like, he's he's doing the colors for a reason and then he's – telling the stories for a reason you know what i mean right but um but either way it was just really enjoyable and again like in in the art here is not groundbreaking stuff so let me be clear to people that are listening if if uh you know these are very simple thick thick line work and very mm-hmm. very simple two-dimensional imagery you know for the most part like it's it's the the he's not going to blow you away with his with his He's not Pete Craig Russell. Yeah, with his figure work. I mean, yeah. the figures and the depth and the backgrounds are, are not going to wow you. Right, if, but, he, if, if that's, but but if you just kind of take a step back and, and he's he's about the message and about kind of making you 
feel uncomfortable. You know, he 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 definitely creates a sense of of curiosity and and uncom- lack of familiarity, which 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 I, I really appreciate. It's very evo- it's frankly it's evocative of like if you go to MoMA, you know, and you just you look yeah. at modern art that you haven't seen before. And it's- see, I value this stuff more than P. Craig Russell. He's a great draftsman and throws down one of the most mm-hmm. gorgeous sculpted lines sure. I think in comics. But this speaks to me. Um, louder and clearer. Well, you got than, me in a dash, Sean. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I know this is your up your alley, I, I, but uh, and and having read this today, I actually read it today on the way home, um, or on the way to work rather. Um, it's got me clamoring now to to, to open up the book that uh, I can't think of the name offhand, but the the yeah, work that what I the hell got I got that on the yeah, it's over there. Yeah. Um, now this is great, uh, but I got to get into this a little bit more. Cool. Thanks for the nudge. Yeah, bro, my boy. What's the DAP reading, player? Well, and I, 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 Mario says he's sorry. He was the one who just texted me. It's <laughs> on vibrate now, so I'm not. You know, people know not to. Thanks, Mario. Yeah, it's like, what's so wrong first with I had these Derek, sure. which was fine, and then Mario, and he's. You got but, friends. Um, I yeah, but on Wednesday nights, I'm already talking to friends on Wednesday nights. Look at you. Uh, the um, yeah, I'm popular. The uh, I'm, I see. I don't know if Chris read this, and this was the only reason why I read it. Even though I know Jason read it and absolutely loved it, um, so I don't know if we're going to get into Punk Rock Jesus tonight. Can't I haven't read it yet. What? Holy Come fuck on, sticks. son! Jesus, dude! I've Come been on, reading Fury son. Max, and I'm trying oh, to get my Before Jesus. Watchmen on. Wow. Okay. Last week, give, said, I'm going to read it for next, next week. I'm gonna read next, it for next week. Give me, give me this. I will, I will read it. In between now and the next show. Well, that'll give David a week to come to his senses. <laughs> you know, uh, you can't uh, drop a bomb like that and just let it fizzle. <laughs> what, what, did, what didn't you like, David? Come on, tell me. I I guess Jason did not get my follow-up. I did. Yeah, all right. Because uh, even Renee was flipping through it. And, and she goes, oh, I like the art. It's all gritty. I like it. Um, the art is is absolutely fantastic. I, I told Jason this. I I, I can't is is you cannot say the book is ugly or or Sean Murphy doesn't know how to draw a story. Oh, That's I know what you're talking way about. Of putting it versus how you tweeted me. What did I say? You said homeboy could use a colorist. I did say that book. Yes, the book can definitely use a colorist. I I, de- I still feel that way. Even even reading it on a bigger screen because I was reading it on a couple different devices and, and seeing it on the bigger screen it's still gorgeous um, so you're talking about The Wake no oh no Punk Rock Jesus Punk Rock Jesus oh uh, the, I mean we could talk about The Wake I read the first two issues of The Wake uh, yes because The Wake is colored um, by Hollingsworth and, and all yeah. of the covers are by uh, Bel Air but um, I, I do think that Punk Rock Jesus could benefit from a color, especially on the scenes where they're on the island and and Thomas is is tinkering around in the garage and or we're in uh, Slate's office. I just things are they're not muddled, but they're not. Um, I, I guess I just me personally, I would I would like it. I guess just a little cleaner or clearer, but that's not that that's not to take away from Murphy's ability to put lines on paper it, it mm-hmm. still looks great um i wasn't keen on uh some of his storytelling techniques especially passages of time and that was the other thing i think the color could benefit from is, is some of the flashbacks when we see thomas as a young child and and he does he does tricks with panels where you know it's the same character because you know they're both staring at you from the panel it's just one's a younger head and then you see you know as an adult and um but 
there were things there where I, I guess I stumbled as I was reading it because I, it just it wasn't as as clear as as uh, essay off road was because I thought off road was was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, and I would say too. I mean, off road is a vastly more simplistic artistic style, but oh, but sure. it's a great work. Absolutely, and yeah. it's and it's 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 a <clears throat> it's, it's an original graphic novel, so everything is in that book. Whereas this is told over. Um, six chapters and um, it wasn't you have um, we get the whole process in the first issue or two with with um, with the show with uh, with with the birth of Chris uh, and and Chris is a baby for a while then then, then he's he's uh, he's an adolescent for a little while and then all of a sudden he's 15 and um and again, things just moved a little quickly, and and I just found some things to be a little, I guess, jerky as as far as movement. But by the time I got to the sixth issue, I maybe because it was just there was more action in it. Um, it was uh, we were getting to to the end of Chris's story uh, as far as the six issues. It I, I got to the end of the issue, and I did feel I got to the end of. The, the series, and I, I had turned around. I, I wasn't as because um, after the first couple issues, I was like, I'm I'm reading. You're like, nah, son. It's you know, we don't. I I don't feel like what I do with you guys on a Wednesday night is a job. It's not work. I'm hanging out with you all. I'm reading comics, which I love, and and that's why I'm doing this. But the first couple issues, I was like, this is kind of feeling like work. Like, why am I? I, don't, I don't read something. I know the feeling. Right, so it's you would. So I don't. I don't want, no, 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 no. His old show. I'm not. I'm not. Mid sentence snark is like the best, Where, the especially best. when you don't see it coming. Yeah, and he's so fast with it. It's just right? like it's awesome. It's an autonomic reflex. As as I, as 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 the series went on, I I am glad I uh, I stuck it out because I I was like I, I you know I'm like all right. The, this was Jason's mini of the year, and and That's right, and, and it's like it's <laughs> right, son. You know it, and it, but it's yeah. it's. So I'm just like, I there's just got to be. I don't know if I was just overthinking it, or I just wanted, I, I wanted to like it so much more because it is Murphy. I say the the whole reason I even well, I mean, I'm, by now I'm sure I would know he existed, but the whole reason I knew who Sean Murphy was years before the rest of the world is because of you, Boo. Thank you. That's sweet. Oh, true. Get uh, a room. He read off road before. I mean, no one who. I mean, let's be honest. He'll. I'm sure he would admit this if we were interviewing him. I mean, not many people knew who he was after off road. There was off road. There was the orbit book. He. Uh, he yeah, but I mean, like it wasn't. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's not like he blew up. It's like he did off road, and everybody had to like, yo, Woodrow. I thought Chris brought off road to Chris, the table. Chris brought, brought <clears throat> off road up to me. At Wizard World 06. Oh, yeah, ah. But that was, that was, before, that was, that was pre-Jason. Trickle yeah. down, that's what it is. That, that was pre... Then, that, uh, that was the weekend before. Tiki and I were at the first or second year of Comic-Con together. And uh, Murphy had just literally, like, the day, that day been signed to his uh, DC exclusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, was selling, like, remnant pieces of his original art for, like, ten bucks a piece. <laughs> Boy, how times have changed, huh? That's yeah, no sure. No sure. But I'm not. I, I'm not going. I don't want to talk story wise or, or get into the nitty gritty or, or 
detail anything since since Chris hasn't read it yet. But um, no, I know that I yeah I I probably you know Jason was probably clutching his chest for a little while earlier this week. And like I felt like uh, I felt like I was going to wheezy, dude. My boot don't like it, like, but Lionel, no, I, Lionel, help! I um, you know, I I thought I didn't like Pacific Rim. I didn't know what was going on. That is, yeah, it was. I was, it was, an, I was waiting for Chris to come in and be like, "I hated Lazarus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, if I, mean, I did, I, I wouldn't admit it. I yeah, that yeah, yeah. Learned your lesson from Mazzarella. I did, I, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get a knife in the neck. <laughs> the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be heaping some praise on Azrael next week. I'm uh, I, um, about halfway into comedian, and it's. Did you read Brother it, Lone number one? Um no. Um yes, no, thumbs up. It was great. Okay, cool. I mean it's and, well and that's the thing, is I wanna be I wanna be careful about that because it's gonna have you you can't I don't know. I'm gonna ask and we'll go back to Davis in a second real quick. Can you jump into Brother Wono number one without having finished one hundred bullets? You know, it's impo- you know, it's I mean that's definitely the right question to ask, but I honestly can't answer it because as you know, I've read a hundred bullets twice in its mm-hmm. entirety in the last three years, having never. So I, I mean, it's as as far as long form comic stories, it's it's as fresh in my mind as any any. Is is it is it gonna spoil the end of Hundred Bullets? Oh no, no. There's no other. In fact, I'm not quite sure. It doesn't say in the book explicitly in the first issue, but it seems mm-hmm. to me like this takes place far away from. I don't know if it's before or after. Okay. But it's no way. I mean, Lono is the only character from 100 Bullets in this. Okay, cool. So there's no, there is no direct tie to the to the classic limited series. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm with you, Chris. I think Ezrello stuff for the before Watchmen was really good. Uh, comedians really good. Yeah, I just wish the art was a yep. little bit different. For uh, the Judge Jones stuff. Yeah, it's. It's it's a little too clean. Well, that's JJ Jones. Is it like yeah. is, it, is it like Marvel Boy, the 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 mini he did with Morrison? No, no, no. no. Uh, but it's still JJ Jones. Uh, what the Bermehu stuff? Yeah, Bermehu stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, and that's a shorter series. I think that's only was, four issues. Yeah, that's four issues. And yeah. so yeah, it's and that that fits that character. I think that's the right the right artist choice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirty. Yeah, it's sloppy. Like, it's like, yeah. Um, comedian, you know, we're just talking about, you know, Goran Parlov would have been. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not a huge Jones fan. I mean, he's, he's good, but. Um, Well, it's funny because I, I don't, yeah, I'm with you, like, in the sense that, that I feel like, um, this was not an EOC Live 2 question, and maybe it's, like, a little bit too negative to get into, but I'm going to throw it out because I was actually thinking of this today when I was reading something else and I was thinking, you guys, and thinking, it would be great to, I'd love to talk to you guys about this. Um, and it ties into what you're getting at with J.G. Jones. Who are some creators that you enjoy? Like, you're not fronting on them. You're not saying that they're not good, but you don't know that they've ever quite had, like, a great work. You know, like, like they're, 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 they're working like, you know, they're yeah. good. Like, again, you're not, you're not saying I don't like their stuff, but, but they don't really quite ever, they've never given you that seminal work where you're like, that's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the reason I br- and I'll just I'll be clear here. The, the reason I brought it up is um, I read something a one shot um, uh, this week uh, from Dark Horse called uh, The Deep Sea, and it's written by 
Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray with Tony Aiken's art and Paul Mount's colors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, after I read it, this is like the third one-shot by Palmiotti in the last few months that I've read, the other two being Kickstarters. And while they're not like ever, I'm never like, you know, I never come away thinking, God, oh, that sucked. I'm just, I'm never, like, I, I, it got me thinking today. I was just thinking in my head, like, what have Palmiotti as him, by himself or Paul Manny and Gray ever done that was like seminal that was like great that you would you would mm. say to someone you gotta read this thing that he did and I just don't know that for me he's ever had that and, and again I'm not he's I, he's, I'm not, he's, he's kind of the Aaron, of he's kind of the Aaron Spelling of comics it's like he's done so yeah, much exactly. like that's the thing I don't want to yeah. say like I don't want I'm not but it's trying, like was Aaron Spelling seminal work Love Boat you know yeah it's, exactly it's, like, it's, I'm not yeah. trying to say like oh Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea I'm not saying he's overrated. I'm not saying like he's bad. I'm saying that no, he's good. Like, he's, but he's, yeah, he's, I know what you're. He's yeah. a hard worker. I've I've enjoyed plenty of his stuff, but I've never read something where like if someone was like, "Give me the top ten creators in comics today," I'd be like, "Yo, that run by Paul Miotti was just you know." I just haven't had that with him. Yeah, and I think I well, would say the same thing about J.G. Jones, like on the art side, like very yeah. good, like Marvel, like. Marvel. like Marvel Boys were really good. If it was, yeah. See, for maybe that's, but for me, it's like very good. But but I don't know that I've I've seen a work from him that I've just been like, that's crazy, you know. You know, as as much as much as I rail on Bendis, we got powers out of him, and that will. I mean, that oh, definitely. Me, well, I don't think Bendis is even in the conversation because I mean, he said even if we might work. get tired of him. He's had some great works. I mean, I, I could speak to that on the art side. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Tony Harris. Yeah, I, 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 res- I respect Tony Harris, and um, but for me, the Starman. the strength of the Starman. Or no, or, I said the, the strength uh, of the strength of Starman is in the writing. The art does nothing uh, for me. The no. the about uh, Ex Machina. Nope. Liberty Fire. Nope. Nope. Just I I find I find uh, Harris Harris's art very no. very flatlined for me. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I think the question is, well, is that the? Hey, now, is the question possibly great creators that haven't given that haven't seminal work yet? Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't use the word great because, to my mind, it's 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 possibly. creators. It's, it's a creator that that's 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 like got a track record. You would you, you know you've probably read stuff you've liked. You even would maybe recommend some of their stuff to someone, but but they just don't have a seminal work like that you could point to. Like like another one I was thinking of that w- like Carlos Pacheco. Like I mean, I'll, I'll, again, I'm we're keeping it real. Avengers so, forever. Fantastic no, that, that's Four. I was about to say, like some of his stuff in the last few years, it's been like kind of jank in my opinion. But yes, yeah, the last but few years, yes. forever, dude. He's he could like he could be jank for the next decade, but I mean, he's always gonna have a place in my heart because of Avengers Forever. Yeah, you know, I same have, thing. Uh, like we fronted on um, uh, what's the homeboy that does all the um, he, that does all the uh, photorealism now? Greg uh, Greg Land. Time no, the, the one that did uh, Laroca. Oh, Laroca. Uh, you know, I mean, Laroca hasn't drawn something that has appealed to me in years, but again. Back in the day, he did shit I loved, like like Extreme X Men. Like I, I love the way he dressed. There's I mean, there's sections of Extreme X Men that like, are I'm really good, and because of Laroca, yeah, you know. Yes. So uh, like, and it's a very personal question. Like we're all gonna have like this is just your own person because I'm sure a lot of our answers will be guys that or, or girls that women that other people do think are. Awesome. I, don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't think that Cliff Chang has done a seminal work yet. Ooh, see, I would say Wonder Woman. I don't, but know. that's not. The, that's not a style of Cliff Chang's that that I 
that I really oh, like. Fair. Yeah, I mean, we, don't, we don't agree we on could, And we could look yeah. back and say that Wonder Woman was, but I don't know if we could say that now. Didn't Chang but do uh, Doctor 13? Yes. Yeah. That's, an, but, that's an awesome yeah. work. Yeah, but it was a four-issue miniseries. Are you going to call that a seminal work? And I mean, it was such a... So such is The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, as much as I love... I'm not equating one with the other. I'm just saying. I don't know if anybody's even going to know what he's done lately. I, I think that Cliff Chang was trying to do that with Greendale, the, the Neil Young. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just... I. I don't know if the story was strong enough to to carry Chang, you know, or for Chang to carry that that work. But uh, you know, he's a guy I love his work. I don't know, you know, it's like someone says, "Oh, you know, point me in the direction of some Cliff Chang." You know, it's as much as I would want to say, like Green Arrow, Green, you know, Green Arrow, Black Canary. Sure. You know, that's great stuff. But I'm not going to say that that's a seminal work. So. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's a perfect answer for you. Like I said, we're each gonna have, I think, you know, each of us should have different answers for this. I've got, I've got one old and one new. Go ahead. The old one is Carrie Gamble. Ooh, yeah. Because I'm trying to think of why we Fallen Angels. He did Fallen Angels. I don't even know if he did the whole series, but he did that. He did some fill-ins on Fantastic Four. He did the uh, Wonder Man one shot that was unfortunately inked by Coletta. So Hmm. you, you, he was he was a workhorse in the '80s. Um, nowadays, right now, I'm leaning towards Ryan Sook. Oh, that's interesting because I I would point to his X Factor work. Yeah, his his three and a half issues of that. How much no, see, it's, it's funny because for me, I would point to his Wednesday Comics work. There's the there's the twelve and twelve uh, pages oh, yeah. that. Well, how and, about Zatanna? And there's the, the for the did, um Seven he, Soldiers. Okay. He did a really good job on oh, that. Oh, that he was the that good. he did do that, and he did. Uh, he, he did at least one BPRD story. I don't know if he did more than that, but um, you know, so I mean, he's he, he's done work. He's still working. He's doing coverage yeah, that for, was, that for a was, lot of things. So doing his best Mignola. Yes, person. absolutely. Wow. So a, lot, a lot of people do that in BPRD, and very true. Yeah. Very, it's one of the reasons I love you know Corbin and Guy Davis is that they they did those books, but. To their style and not trying to ape Mignola. Yeah, Corbin's not going to follow anybody. There's nobody that that uh, could possibly. He, he, who is he going to follow? He's Corbin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but just to keep it upbeat a little bit, because you know it's we're on a little bit of a downer. Let's flip it over. Well, yeah. um, is there any any guys that you look at that a little bit, well, kind of? No, but, was, I, that's the thing I was trying to say. Like, I'm not. I, we aren't hating on these people. We're just saying no, like, I, 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 they have a similar. Right, so here's, seminal here's, here's, I'm going to make David laugh. David's going to laugh when I say this, but there there are a lot of guys whose work I look at and I and I say, why the hell aren't these guys um, household names? Because I look at the work and it just it it's dazzling, it sparkles, it's just great stuff. And and top of the list, Danielle Acuna. I, I, I Acuna. I look at his work and I'm thinking this guy should be a freaking monster. Because none of us will it ever is, forget the. the you mean his adventures baby. work? Well, that. Just that that thing with what was it the in in Wolverine uh, Wolverine versus the X Men that 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 series is f- amazing his his uh, his Justice League covers and 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 tears and um S- the guy is tears? no no the guy's fantastic I'm liking what he's doing today I'm not feeling his old stuff really yeah his 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 
little painting inside the dark lines. I'm not. I'm oh, not I love that. I think that's. He, he, I think uh, he's incredible. If if, if you ever, if who should be a house name that's not Vince? Hmm. Is that what you're asking? No. Who do you think is really good? And it just baffles you that these guys aren't just like huge. That's tough because I feel I, like there's I mean, a million. Not the front, but I feel like I'm pretty good at at being early on guys that are going to then blow up. Well, you're not going to be able to be early on the one I'm thinking of, but I don't. I, I I think we could probably argue where his best work probably is, and I'm 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 okay. thinking about I'm thinking about Brent Anderson. Uh, that's not my yeah. He's not my style. But. I know it's not your style, but you have God Loves Man Kills. You have Astro City. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's good. He is, and and I it's. He 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 does draw in in a um, a comfy style. It's 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 safe. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, but which is understandable why he wouldn't blow up. I mean, he's perfect for something like Astro City. But um, you know, you you, you have um, um, ah, oh, damn, I just had him too. <laughs> Hate that. Uh, there's there's um, has Stuart Eminem done oh, a seminal work yet? Oh uh, well, yeah. He, I think he's done lots. I, I, no, but yeah, he. Uh, to, to me, he. I mean, from the the work to put him on the map for me was Next Wave. But Next I think wave, is, right. is Next Wave his seminal work? Well, no. that's not technically. That's not really his style. That's, yeah, I mean, it's so weird because he he bounces style so much. Right. But no, he's been pretty consistent the last few years. I mean, I mean, to me. You know whether all new X Men becomes, this, I'm, but I think he's. See, I guess I wouldn't count him in what I was asking because he's done years now of quality work. Super quality, that. super quality. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, two guys that, that I would throw out there in terms of Vince's question, and again, they're 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 guys. I just think it's a matter of timing. It's not. It's not because they're being like they haven't been in the game long enough to where you could argue like they're just chronically underappreciated. But um, Aaron Cooter, uh, who, who is now the of action. <laughs> And uh, and then um, uh, Jason Latour, who's yeah. done some Marvel, but uh, but he's about to do a book with uh, you know from Image with uh, with Jason Aaron. Um, I just I, I, those two guys are guys that I've just recently myself gotten familiar with their work as well as the the, per, the people, and uh, I think they're going to be huge. I think uh, put it they're, they're put it this way they're on my short list of guys that I'm I'm in the next few months trying to get original art from before they blow up and I can't afford the art. <laughs> so, yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny. Like on the art side, I feel like you know the, the on the art side, there's chronically like a deluge of 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 guys that don't get their due, right? Because because you know they can only do a book a month. You know what I mean? Like there's there's so many talented artists out there mm-hmm. that are just waiting for their shot. Yeah, it was like writers. We we get to see a little bit kind of we get to see like a, a big chunk of their work a little bit faster. It seems like. Like once they kind of cross the chasm, they do they they start getting a lot of work, and then you can kind of judge them because they're a lot of them are doing three, four, or five things at once, you know. Uh, like 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 a Nick Spencer, like he, I mean he he and Scott Snyder came came out like basically at the exact same time, and to my mind, like one of them flourished, the other one floundered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny that you say that because you can take. I, I think the window is open a little bit longer for writers because they can take a couple missteps. And we've talked with Tom Fowler before, and it was what his run on Green Arrow, which, yeah. you know, honestly, there were some editorial problems there. There were some timing problems where he had to really hack stuff out, and it left such a bad People taste. Still hate him for that. Like, there are still, like, a lot yeah. of DC guys that will, like, hear his name and avoid the book because of that. And that's not 
it's not that it's not fair, but that's the that's the the harsh reality of the business is that for artists, you know, sometimes the best career move is not taking that job because if you if if you're not able to put your best foot forward, you can get I mean, you can get not not blacklisted, but you know the the marketability of of your work goes way down, and I think that happened with Tom for quite a while because which is, of that. Like, which again, I mean, not to say that we're the uh, final arbiters on artist on on artistic ability, but but like Tom is a phenomenal cartoonist. Like he's oh absolutely, he's not just like there's a lot of guys that are just good. You know, like kind of what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Like they're they're good. You know, they they get the job done and. They deserve to be in the business, and they deserve to have regular work. But like, then there are guys that are just like fucking really talented. And Tom is one of those guys. Like, he, yeah, he's a cartoonist. Like, he he doesn't, you know, he puts the effort in. Like, like the pages are laid out beautifully. Each page tells a story. The the, the facial features are dynamic and animated, and there's humor. I mean, it's just it, it's, he's he's the guy that doesn't have to work in comics. He works in comics. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. he's. To me, he's a legitimate. Just on a again, he's a legitimate a talent in terms of like yeah. his talent. Is and it's really so cool. fitting that he's or he did or continues to to work for Mad Magazine because he is the modern day equivalent of those the the great Mad artists. I think yeah. I think Tom is that good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't want to. You know, I'm not going to pull his pud, but he, <laughs> he's he's very good. And and to springboard off that, there's a dude who is in the Tom Fowler spirit. And I'll give you a one-two punch how underrated writers and artists, the team that's on Witch Doctor. uh, You know, I haven't read that yet. Brandon Seifert uh, writes it, Lucas Kettner draws it, and he's, like I said, he's in the Tom Fowler mode. These two guys are going to be colossal because Witch Doctor is incredibly smart. Uh, on the writing side, visually, it's, it's stunning. It's amazing. And like, so they're, they're, they're slogging it out at image. They just need, you got to get the word out on these guys because they're fantastic. Anybody, right. re, has anybody uh, read Witch Doctor? No, I ordered it. Super, I like super really smart. Yeah, super smart. I just got the second one. So. Oh, well, dude, you know what? For all I know, maybe the trade's in my, in my comic room and I just didn't yeah, notice it. Super smart book. It just, uh, amazing stuff. And like I said, Kettner, he's, he's up there with Fowler. He's very, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, I Not mean, as you know, as Fowler, but I mean, Kirk, all joking aside, I mean, Kirk, I, you got to figure like Kirkman isn't going to make a book, his flagship, you know, launch book of his, his own imprint if it's not quality. Right. You know what I mean, oh, it is. It definitely is. Yeah. 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 But, uh, You're crackly for the first time in like two years. Is he? What the f? Yeah. yeah. Sounds fine. Sounds fine over here. Oh wow. Weird. Maybe I'm crackly. Am I crackly? No. Oh, you, you sound great. Weird. Do you guys all sound crackly? Dude, my balls just wow. just retracted right up into my my oh, body. Into your taint. That's cray cray, yo. It is cray yeah. cray. Yeah. So speaking of Murphy, though, I will say that I bring it home. Was yeah. Well, you know, I gotta get back to it. Um, I was quite. I, yeah, talk about the wake player. I am. I uh, I that first Best issue. Love it. That was that was an awesome first issue. I, I reading the second issue. I, I was kind of bummed out whenever we weren't in. I'll call it present day. You know, when we're when we're looking at the future, I'm like, no, no, I want to. I, I want to go back to 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 the chick in her flak jackets cap. Yeah, and, and, no. and everybody in. I'm like, so I'm I'm hoping, you know, the third issue doesn't 
lead off with more or or have to. But you know, I I'm I'm cool with it. I, I'm I'm digging what Snyder's writing, and and again, <laughs> Murphy's art is is phenomenal. And, and absolutely uh, love the art. Like love love the art. Yeah, it's and I yeah. love all the characters. Like even though you have the the craven vulture looking dude, and 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 her her um we'll say nemesis from her old job. And I mean, there's just everybody about it. And, and she's got, she's got her own dilemmas going on because she's trying to, you know, spend time with her kid and, and this dude promising the world. And it's just, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I am all aboard. I, I, I was soon as, soon as I got not even quarter way into the first issue, I was like, I, I was turning the page. I, I couldn't, I couldn't well, take I it all in fast way, enough. I love the way they're, um, like integrating this story and the creatures that we're coming across with like our mythology, you know, and like tying into the fact that like these creatures are what have driven the idea of like mermaids and sirens, right. and harpies. And like, I love that. Like, I love that, that, that they're tying that into things. And, that and humans may have become homo sapiens because yeah, that is crazy. That water. is crazy. And, yeah. and yeah, that Carl Sagan looking dude is, I mean, I love, you know, he's talking about ashtray or raindrop and it's just like, I, I'm, I'm loving how they're just, it's like, they're all talking like we should all know this and, and, and they're, it's, but they're not, Snyder's not writing the story. He's not having these characters talk down to you. It's not like, yeah. oh, it's patting you on the head. Like you'll catch up. No, it's like you, it's not a big boy book, but it's it's you're not you're not dumb. You don't feel dumb for reading it because you're like I'm already lost. It's like you just that's you, the thing. It's you hit the nail on the head for me about why Schneider is such, such an impressive writer. It's exactly that. Like he doesn't write down the people, but what what also shocks me, and again, this is come off going to come off as very elitist, so I apologize in advance. I'm surprised because of that 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 his Batman is so popular. Because well, it's but he doesn't write down to it. He doesn't write down to people, but it's still accessible. Yeah, no, well, I think in, in particular Batman. Like, I feel yeah. like because he his horror stuff, I think is 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 as less universally well regarded. Like, I think if it's it's well regarded, obviously it got him the Batman gig. But like, I don't think people in general are as as, as universally favorable for his non Batman stuff. But yeah, you probably got that's probably the balancing point there. I mean, uh, Vince, you weren't here, but we were talking about the first issue of the week, and I was saying that, you know, being a, a whale fan, <laughs> there's a double-page splash of uh, a giant humpback whale uh, but that Murphy draws. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I would, I would love to have a Sean Murphy-drawn humpback whale. But uh, <laughs> That's the, so the, weird. I know, dude. Why have a whale on my arm, dude? I I, no, I know spirit. that, but that's just like, that's, maybe that's your spirit animal. You, it you, probably is. Yeah. But dude, guess did you listen to the show? <laughs> yes. That's a big problem. Yeah. Yes, it's a two it's a two page spread, but yeah. but the spread is, is is half a whale right under the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. And then the only other thing on that page is the protagonist of the book who's just a normal looking female in like a, a regular clothes on a rowboat. Mm-hmm. Like what would you say that page would cost? Uh you said it's a double page spread? Yeah. Um, since it's Murphy, I probably wouldn't go less than eleven hundred for the the double. That would be cheap, I think. It's a good guess, but it was eighteen hundred. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's up there. Broke my heart. <laughs> See, figured like who else would want to buy a whale? Like no, like I was like, people want to buy Batman, they want to buy American Vampire, but who wants to buy a whale? Like nobody cares about comic 
Neat. <laughs> so I went to his dealer and out, and then he's like, "Yeah, I got the page." And then it's eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. Me, yeah, but I'm Jason. I love whales. <laughs> <laughs> I got one on my arm, dude. Look, send him a little yeah. snap. Yeah. Instagram. There you go. Oh, okay then. Instagram it. <laughs> and you guys watching Ink Master? What? No. What's that? It's a reality show about tattoos. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. But the tattoos are jank, dude. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, aren't so many of them? Is, it, is it a competition or yeah, is it? I did, oh, I did yeah. How grateful I am that uh, for, uh, for Stringer. I'm like so <laughs> grateful for him, dude. I'm like, telling you, uh, the past two weeks, everybody got to go look at my shock monster. They're like, who did that? But dude, That's... aren't you? Don't you realize how lucky we are? I know we could have been, yeah, yeah. tainted. Like, been like, like three babes in the woods, we stumbled upon Stringer at the con. Yep. And we're like, oh, it's got tattoos. Like, and I he... mean, we could have been. I have seen so many awful tattoos. <laughs> like prison tats. Yep. And <laughs> and I'll say, <laughs> when did we get our first one? Uh, five years ago. Five first, years. First two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, you look at some people's oh, wow. uh, tats okay. and they're like spreading and the lines are like fuzzy. And you look at ours and it's as crisp as the day we got it. I don't know how the hell he does it. And and, and I remember when uh, Stringer did my the, the Hitchhikers, you know, it's green. And he was like, you know, next year you, I got to fill this back in. You know, the green might fade. But he put a lot in it. It fucking looks great still. It doesn't it hasn't Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I moisturize all the time. Like I'm watching the show Ink Masters and this is the uh, second season, but. That sounded but, uh, gay, didn't it? You know, these are supposed to be like the best tattoo. You know, theoretically, they're like some of the best tattoo artists in the country, right? That, that's, I mean, that's the premise, right? Sure. Like the, and these guys are fucking some shit up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like the shit is like I would be apoplectic if someone <laughs> like I had it on my body forever. Wow. Like, like, the big like, they're, 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 I'm apoplectic that you said apoplectic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take a sandblast in my skin and just like it right? off. Burn it with fire. <laughs> I'm saying we need to get Stringer up in there and dominate that shit. He would, too. He would. No. Yeah. By the way, the greatest uh, reality show on right now is is Naked and Afraid. I don't know that one. I don't know. It's awesome. Oh, is that the one where the nudists? Yeah. Well, they're not nudists. They take two people that, that don't know each other, and they drop them into uh, a horrible environment for 21 days that they have to they have to be able to you know learn to survive and all they all they're allowed to take with is one personal item which would be like you know a knife or a, a tinder box or a pot so they're conceptually they're naked. naked oh they're really no, naked they're naked i've seen previews for this that what the hell like, is this on a skinny dude and then he walks into this terrible woman where her titties are down to her knees <laughs> and i'm like what is this it's amazing i could never be on that show it's amazing nah nobody wants to see me naked no well there's a lot of boring oh, it's all blurred out but yeah naked and afraid is the great it's the greatest tv show in the history of the universe i do like the concept oh, come on brother <laughs> and and you know what you don't ah, have to be right na- <laughs> naked and <laughs> You don't have to be naked and afraid to get a great deal on your comic book. So all you have to do... It's only 11. No, we still got in your travels. Still got in your travels. Yeah. Bits is bad. And uh, I got I to go to bed at some point. Well, you could... Yeah, like I said, you use the parachute and we'll just keep flying. Seriously. Um, use the parachute. Yeah. At least three nights problem because you haven't been here in two weeks. Discount comic book service. DCBService.com where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge Wamba discounts. 35 to 75% off... Uh, just go there. They are the best. Well, 
I uh, re-upped my subscription. Chris is going to love this one. I re-upped my subscription to Shonen Jump Weekly. I let it lapse for a little I while. It's uh, like a bargain. Julian was tweeting it out. They do have a San Diego promotion where you can get a year subscription for nineteen ninety nine. Now remember, it's weekly. Series, is that worth it? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. How much comics am I getting for that? Two hundred and f- some pages a week. Well, you're not getting any comics. You're getting all manga. No. <laughs> it's just a word. They're comics, dude. But anyway. Um, I'm an asshole. From uh, issue 33, uh, cover date 715, so it's two issues old, uh, Akira Toriyama is back with a brand new uh, strip called Jacko the Galactic Patrolman. But uh, and you know who Toriyama is, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, the guy's the guy's a legend. But it's kind of bittersweet because he prefaces the story, the first chapter of the story, with this message. Uh, I think this may be the last manga that I create completely by myself because I just don't have the stamina anymore. And that's why I decided I'd just do whatever I wanted to. Unfortunately, this series won't have much flashy action like Dragon Ball did, but that doesn't mean it will have a beautifully deep plot either. Uh, light, goofy, happy, 217 pages. By the end, I think you'll be a little surprised and will understand the nostalgia I've put into the work. Uh, it's fantastic. Basically, uh, Jacko is a super elite uh, member of the Galactic Patrolman, tooling around the galaxy looking for... Uh, Near do wells to squash. Uh, he get he's in our sector of the, the the galaxy, and he gets a little distracted watching a video. Bounces off the moon. His ship careens to Earth. It's damaged. He needs to get it fixed. Runs into Old Man Amori. This 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 dude who is living on an island all by himself. Uh, he was a one at one time he was a government sponsored uh, engineer working on a time machine. But his assistant screwed up, and the time machine went kablooey and killed Omori's wife. So now he's working uh, clandestinely on a time machine in hopes of reversing the damage done by the assistant. Uh, and once Jacko finds out that the dude is messing with time, he's like, there are galactic laws against this. You, you just you just can't do it. But uh, Jacko's super powerful, incredibly strong. There's this gigantic shark that patrols Omori's Island, and you got to see it's got... Is it sp- like uh, Sharknado? Or? It's huge. It's huge. And it's got spikes on it. It's just a gigantic Toriyama shark. And Jacko just takes him out with like one friggin' punch. Uh, but to uh, stir the pot, the government comes to the island and says, you know what, mm-hmm. you're done. We want our island back. Get the hell off. And so, therefore, there's where the story goes. But it is awesome. It's so good. It's Toriyama. The character designs are amazing. Just the shark alone. Uh, if you're considering um, uh, Shonen Jump Weekly for One Piece, you're going to get a lot of other great stuff uh in the mix so i would recommend it uh shown they got their stuff together uh and the last issue one piece was all in color color freaking one piece look at that just do it 19.99 for a year i'm uh, i'm not gonna tell you twice nice yeah nice. good for you love it uh mine is a series that came out i think it started coming out last year it's from uh from oni press uh i i have it digitally uh, i believe that there is a trade it's either out or it's been solicited it's from uh brian trilla 
uh, who is uh, a uh, he's a he's an artist slash creator writer that uh, is. I, I think uh, bound for for big things in comics. He's been uh, floating around for for quite a few years. He uh, he worked on the anchor with uh, yeah. uh, with Phil Hester, mm-hmm. and in uh, last year did a series through Oni called the Secret History of DB Cooper. Yep, and it is phenomenal. Uh, I'm I'm reread. I actually, I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for uh, for the rest of it to come out," and uh, and that's what I did. I've got the I believe five issues mm-hmm. of it, and uh, and so I'm uh, I'm going through the uh, the last four issues because I love the first one. So uh, in your travels, dig up either a trade or digital or the singles or whatever you can of the secret history of DB Cooper and see some absolutely beautiful. Brian Chirillo art because he is uh, uh, you know Jason was talking about Tom Fowler being a great cartoonist well Chirillo is uh, is is right there as far as being uh, a fantastic cartoonist great stuff I'll co-sign yeah. that yep. thank you I, I'll co-sign it because uh, DB Cooper was great I liked I liked Yay. it a lot yeah good Yay. we agree Vince is wow. back Being on shit oh shit what Pacific Rim 2 plans officially in the works. Yeah, Vince, eat a dick up. Yeah, great. They, they, they didn't uh, churn our stomachs enough with the first one. They're going to go for the second one. Uh, uh, Guillermo, I'm very sorry. When you're a guest in a few weeks on the show, I will make sure Vince is busy that week. Sorry, brother. It's all right. He ain't getting anywhere near our show. Oh, good Lord. Dude, check this out. I'll tell you a couple things. We'll have a Gypsy 2.0 for sure. Second thing is you're going to see a merging of Kaiju and Jaeger, and that's quite special. Just think about it for a second. We sent Gypsy to the other side, right? It exploded, but whatever remains stays there. We've drifted with the Kaiju brain. Well, then start riffing on that, and you're going to get to something. Yeah, Guillermo, you will. Yep. They send it over to... What the fuck he's talking about? They sent it over to Gray Planet, where everything has no color. Oh, yeah, this place is awesome. It's always raining. Wow. You're hurting my heart, dude. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I can't wait to see it. Oh, it hurt my heart. It sucks. Uh, It sucks. Sorry, that's awesome. Uh, I'm I'm, uh, apparently playing catch-up this week, talking about shit that everybody else has already read. So I'm going to go ahead and say... uh, This is just adding... I'm adding it to the list of great first issues that I've read recently, um, and uh, and and that is Satellite Sam number one. <laughs> this was uh, I, you know, I mean, it's it, wow. it's I think it's really obvious. Uh, why? Go ahead. You know what? <laughs> I, I, what are you talking about? No, it's like it's Pacific, it's, it's, Pacific, it's Pacific Rim all over again. It really is right now. I'm hurting my heart. Can't, can't. Uh, no, I, it was. <laughs> it looked like it looked like somebody who had a. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they, looked great. Looked great. See, and 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 it uh, it took me a Wordy second. motherfucker. Yes, I mean it's like value it's like, for the like, dollar. Come on! Oh my god! Fraction like, needs to like, put a muzzle on himself. I knew. I, you know, <laughs> I, I read an encyclopedia on like old school television broadcasting, and I'm going to make sure everybody says every little slang word they used back in the day. And I, yeah, it, I only knew that they were inside words because I heard um, Josh on a fanboy review it, and he was you know he he was a TV producer before he was in comics, mm-hmm. and he was like talking about how like you know Fraction was using all these TV words that were like inside baseball words, 
Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what's going on because I wouldn't have had a fucking clue otherwise. Oh yeah, no, it's it was just and and I I think the um, the reveal at the end, what 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 Mikey finds, what Dad was up to, I'm I'm more interested in that. I I don't I I don't care if we ever go back inside behind the studio. It, um, I'm I got I think everything I needed in these first. 20 pages of that in the first issue I, I want to see where the story's going now but as far as the first issue goes I, I was digging it I mean considering uh, Lazarus The Wake and and a few other things that I read I, I haven't finished The Bounce and I'm, I'm not ready to put The Bounce uh, on the same level as the others I just mentioned but um, no I, 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 I for a first issue with, with good shaking I, I, I dug it they should have called the book Satellites Amazing <laughs> We call it satellite jank. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get on the right path next week and agree on something. I know. Really? I know th- I'm sure we would have agreed on three stories if you actually read. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, got you there. Uh, damn, I know. We're all, we're all at odds. Um, ah, geez. Uh, I'm like all exhausted from disagreeing oh, with oh, y'all. Um, inner Travels, uh, this actually convinced, this caused Vince to uh, give a, a what the F uh to me uh, in our little private chat. Oh, you're not. <laughs> From Archaea. Oh, hammer the nail. Hammer you that nail. You like this? No, it's... No, no, no. Oh. Oh, no, really? No, I did not like it at all. Oh, my God. We are, like, out of cosmic alignment. <laughs> Vince can never take off two weeks again. This is an awesome... Well, oh, damn, in your travels, uh, keep not listening to Vince because he's clearly on, on roofies, but... Wow. Um, give Archaea... Well, family's uh, back together again. Has a black label Perfect. called uh, Ishimori. Uh, it's it's called Cyborg Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. It's the um, it's basically a preview issue. It's a dollar. It's a preview issue of a OGN that's coming out shortly, um, which is a an um, a, a American retelling of the classic Ex- manga. Exactly. Oh, you, you couldn't tell that that Vince got all like bitter beer face about that today. I thought he meant like he didn't even know it existed. No, oh, I oh, I love Ishinomori. Like didn't want it to exist. Right. But, but wait, but, but all that said, so here's the thing. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Like to me this was um David, what was the name of that uh cartoon back in the day where the the family was all bionic, the fat uh, like six. Bionic 6. Yes. Yeah. This reminded me of Bionic 6. That's great. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is a story about nine they cyborgs. Gray. Are they gray? No, nine they're they're cyborgs. actually they're red. Nine cyborgs have a bunch of different powers. They escape from their captors. Red costumes, run. yeah. But the important thing about this, though, is that um, our buddy Neil Cam, Neil, frequenter of the forums and, and Twitter, for uh, a present sent me um, this past Christmas on Comixology, um, the original Cyborg 009. Which is awesome. He sent me both volumes, so like the entire work. And I... um, I think there's more than two. Oh, maybe there is. I'm sorry. I thought it was all of it. but but, uh, And and so I was taken enough by this Americanized version to to immediately start reading the manga. So I will, in a few weeks, talk about the manga. Um, I, I will agree with Vince that what I've read of the manga so far is superior to what I read in this Archaea book, but I don't know why he's hating today. Like it's a, it seems like you have a problem with American dudes doing Japanese style stuff. But uh, cool. there's, I mean, there's ten volumes of uh, right. dude, either way, either there, way, there's ten volumes of Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. It is a cool concept. Yeah, Ishinomori's con- concept is great. Definitely. Yeah. This this arc, or, no, I don't like it. Jesus. School and Damn, no work. You are a hater today. 
I'm sorry. I didn't say it was. B- well, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. say I, it was well, bad. I just exactly. didn't. I really nah, did. it's too too real. It's too. I you know I don't want to see the, the 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 drawing style does it to me. It it doesn't fit what I know of Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. It's it's too mainstream. It's too real. It's like I don't want to see Jim Lee draw One Piece. I don't want to see whoever it was that drew this draw Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. It's just, it's it's too much. Of uh, it's it's too real. I don't like it. The, um, is, she mean, no, is she no more very cartoony and like why, why they gotta update stuff? Just leave the original alone. Do you know what I mean? I whatever. It's maybe I'm butt hurt. I don't know. David <laughs> likes to say that. I just didn't like it. I can't. I can't. I can't say it in any other way. I didn't like it. Sorry. Right. Right. Well, Vince was I mean, butt hurt. What? Yeah. Sweet. I guess. Butt hurt is jank. I, d- I'm, uh, I, I don't think it's an offense against the original because that piece of art exists and nothing can ever change it or touch it, blah, 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 right? But thing, though, I, I just like, don't want to see it. Like, I get what you're saying on a on one level about not wanting it to look too real, but then, like, how do you then juxtapose that against your affection for, like, Pluto, which is a much more realistic version of Astro Boy? Yes, but it's different. It's, 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 yeah... I don't know. I think he got me on oh, that one. Oh shit! I had him tongue tied all of a sudden. Yeah, I think he got me. But but it's it's in the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You game, know, I do know one thing that game set before. and match. <laughs> Vince, did you get any of the before Watchmen uh, hardcovers? I have all the issues, all of them. One of the things that you would really like about the hardcovers is that they're they're beautifully um, designed mm-hmm. and no dust jackets. Awesome. See, Marvel set a trend. Go Marvel. They're making the no, competition even at first. But I have to say, to your point though, the Marvel collected editions are like making me so hard. They yep. can't. I don't need to hear they that. Look but identical, dude. <laughs> yeah, they all look identical. And the 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 oh, they're the, very oh, have a trade dress. The, the yeah, and there are no dust jackets, and they're all identical trade dress. But the, the 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 wrap on the covers is so oh. tactile, like the whatever whatever. Oh paper stock that is it's to to the touch it's amazing you just want to caress it oh look at this it's- oh, i'm watching a show on hgtv right now i think vince will be on next week it's like blinged out it, homes right? yeah. blinged out home oster house is going around to blinged out homes there's no bling here shit it's like twenty-seven thousand square feet oh <laughs> man i got no not even close to that shit right oh, I, say, I, uh, I went to court to fight my property bling. taxes Got oh. egged. Really? Yeah, they told me to suck it. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, you pay, you pay the right amount." Thanks. Uh, see, my wife fought and she got it lowered. Yeah, I, yeah. well, apparently I was a year too late. Did you bring a lawyer like, with you? Hmm? You bring a lawyer with you? I didn't need a lawyer. If, well, I did, if you bring a lawyer, they usually won't even question it. They'll just say, oh, "No, right. it wasn't that." Well, that was the thing. Like our town, like for two years straight, people petitioned and got it reduced mm-hmm. so this year they made everybody go to trial was well not trial but like a hearing like 60 uh, of us had to go to a hearing so you got a precedent that's not good yeah i got I, got, I mean look i mean i can't say that i pay too much but it felt like i paid too much compared to what some other people pay the taxes are stupid to begin with oh that's true property tax you know, it's ridiculous uh, you know but, jersey property taxes are the highest yeah i know schools, but it's, it's like schools are dumb no property tax is ridiculous <laughs> it's like let's let's pay public employees are stupid dude you own the land 
That is your land. You have a piece of paper saying that that chunk of land on which your house is positioned is your Dude, property. I don't have kids, so I'm right there with you. Fuck schools. No, I'd rather I'd rather pay school taxes. I moved to my town because of the school system. Mm-hmm. But that being said, if I if I told you what my property taxes were, you would pass out. I would rather pay tuition than pay taxes. My property taxes equal to like world class private school tuition. Right? I know it's it's stupid. It's dumb. Which is part of the reason why I moved here, so that's why I can justify And then if you put your kids in, in Catholic school, which I don't, but if you did, then you got to pay your tuition twice. you got to pay your oh, property. Dude, yeah, friends of it's mine want to send their kids uh, to uh, Don oh, Bosco, which is like a big fucking wow. Nah, taxes like, are jank. I'm like, why would you send your kids to a private school that's going to cost you twenty grand a year when you pay the property taxes you pay? Yep. Like, what? The, what's the point? Yeah, whatever. Enough of the economic rant. I just, uh, you guys got me off on a tangent. Look at you. Public services suck. All right, let's let Chris go to bed, and then we'll keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys really kicking me off? No, we're not you kicking you anywhere. You we can, can't you just can end keep, the fucking show? You can keep no. talking, man. Two hours. You need more than the two hours because Vince is back. Don't. don't. Raven. No, two tight hours. At 48, there's nothing tight, man. Tight. The stuff that used to be tight ain't even in the same place. Have, you, have any of y'all read uh, Jupiter's Legacy? Not yet. Not yet. I'm getting that collected it, edition. Well, at its at its core, so far, I mean, we're only two issues in, so I have a feeling we're, it. What I'm about to say, if you if you're gonna play back six months from now, people are gonna be like, "What?" But so far, two issues in, it's noble causes with with Frank Whiteley art. Oh, I come. That's you know what I mean? no, like it's superhero soap opera so far, but just with quite amazing Whiteley art, like amazing art. It's but, it's quietly doing oh, quiet. It's stunning. It's stunning quietly art. But but And yes, for everyone out there, even though I might slip and say quietly, I know it's quite <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like at the same up. time it's it's uh They're gonna it's, get you for that. All man. Hurt, man. That's it's nothing. Assholes. <laughs> hey Vince, <laughs> yes. I always, I always <laughs> slip at least once and it's like it's quiet and now it is you Oh uh, Chris, I wanted to tell you, um, since you had a little part in this, uh you know, I was talking about the Fat Man on Batman, you know, the Kevin Smith Batman on Yes, yeah, you got me and, to listen to that. Yeah, so so I really enjoyed the uh, Poppy Capullo and the Schneider, so then I listened to the Grant Morrison the last few days, which was fucking cray-cray, dude. Like, Morrison goes into his, his like, otherworldly experience. Oh, yeah. And, like, he just, it's, like, he just believes it happened. Like, there's no... It oh, did. Yeah. Well, right, in his mind, it did. Right. Like, but, um, but he talked about Morrison Con. Like any actually he name drops Ron on the fucking, which is awesome. Awesome, cool. but um, it was fascinating to hear his view of Morrison Con versus like everyone else's view of it. You know, being that he's Morrison, mm-hmm. like his for in his view of the world, like you know, he had nothing to do with Morrison Con. Like they approached him to do it, and then he was really uncomfortable with it up until the point it started, and then it was this awesome. Like transcendent experience where like all these he's he called them like wallflowers got a chance to like just be themselves around each other mm-hmm. and like be happy for like a weekend and that he would never ever do anything like it again because you could never get the spontaneity back. I'd say that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it just was interesting because he, and then he claims he made no money off of it, which I think is not true at all. Um, like I'm yeah, pretty I, sure I, I don't guarantees him a pretty nice chunk of change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of the ins and outs of that. I I know um, 
for me anyway that uh, I'll regard it as a as a once in a once in a lifetime experience. I know people got sick of me talking about it uh, mm-hmm. afterwards, but it, I mean it, it was it was Woodstock for comic book fans. I mean it was it, it, seriously it was it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience that's not going to be duplicated. That you know people you know you know in 20 years there'll be 40,000 people that will say that they were there um and it's 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 just one of those it's just one of those things that it was a it was a once in a lifetimer so yeah yeah well um Vince before you I think the last week you were on you mentioned that you had cuz you poo-pooed on the first issue of sex yeah i'm coming around then you said you, then you, said you were coming around so yeah. how far along are you in the book um I don't even remember. I think I read maybe up to three. Okay, because I read up through four tonight. Like I was, I had only read the first issue, and I read up for four. And uh, I feel like God, we're just we're not we're not in sync lately. Like Aww. I feel like I like I thought the first issue was good enough, but like I I feel like after the four, I'm like, hmm. I, I thought like, that, I thought the yeah. first the first issue was a much too long entrance ramp. Like you know what I mean? Like it yeah, it, it, I, it was. I, like, like we're still at the at the starting gate after four issues, hmm. which which just is not acceptable to me in today's world. I'll get I'll get caught up. Uh, yeah, I, I, was, did five come out yet? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it did. I think it's in my regime. Uh, Regina. Yeah. Regine. What was his name? The guy that started Logan. Logan. Logan, Logan from Re- Regina. I think he still listens. Yeah. I haven't heard from Logan in a long time. Logan, he, he, still, he might he's, be on he's the, probably uh, all butter because you keep mi- uh, mispronouncing. His, <laughs> he may be on the EOC Facebook page. Yeah. Well, he's not the only. We have a Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, well, Logan, tell me if there's a Kerwin uh, bond spiel up there. I don't like Maybe that I'll, word. That's I'll a come weird up word. I thought we weren't the bond talking spiel. about anymore. Who? Uh, Kerwin's is going to start uh, ramping up. I'm shoe shopping right now, baby. What the hell? When? How? How much of a break is there in between seasons? Like three weeks? It'll come up. It'll come up, and uh, it's not until October. But I got to start thinking oh, about it. Yeah. Uh, August, September. You know, and then we're back on. It's dude, like hockey. You know who? For as much as we give you, uh, make fun of you, Vince, about like some of your prior. Uh, currently curtailed buying habits, mm-hmm. dude. Our boy Campbell is an absolute maniac. Yeah, he is. He, is a maniac. he spends a lot of money. He spends an ass ton of money on toys, dude. Like dude, those like, Transformers he buys are not freaking cheap, and yeah, like three bills a piece. Oh, some of them, yeah, more. Water, dude. Yeah, not well. The guy can afford it. Did, you know? So, what's the story <laughs> with this yellow Starscream? Like, why is that significant? I totally. Dropped out of, of the of the toy buying. Thing. Oh, but I thought you still paid attention to it, though. Mm, nah, I no, I, it's too expensive. And and you know me, my mentality: if I can't have them all, fuck it, I'm not in. Okay. Well, he put on Twitter the other day. He got this. Uh, this, you know, it, it looks to me like, and maybe I'm wrong, but it looks like a like a a, a yellow star screen. Yeah, that's a different character. That's um. Oh, it's not star screen. It's this. It's the seeker mold, which right, whatever. But uh, that's um, Sun. Is it Sunstreak? What the hell's the name of oh, it? It's, it's an Autobot. No, it's, it's well. No, I think it's a Decepticon. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I. I, I see what I mean. I'm, I'm out of it so long that I just don't even remember a lot of the the details. But yeah, I think more than meets the eye. Volume three was the shit. That's such a good book. It's so good. Yeah. Dude, the Marvel book was never this good. I, I agree. 
It's did. so good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Totally I, agree. You know, Weedy did the flashback pages, yeah. Yeah. which was incredible. You love him. You don't? I do. But it's just, oh, it's just, that. You came together again. it's just, it's just oh, surprise. Yeah, we did. We, ah, uh, it's, it's just surprising that, uh, you know, you like him so much. Why? I don't think he's the best Transformer artist. I think he's great. Ah, oh, jeez. Milne? Um, I love Milne. Yeah. I like Wildman too. Box on my page. I, well, I think Wildman's great as well. But it, it, he's a different, uh, different style. More of a throwback, obviously, because he's on the Regeneration One book. But uh, no, yeah. What do you guys make of uh, this whole thing with like uh, Jamal Igel and Sabu Sema get you know being named? Yeah, what's the, that about? I saw what's that. What's that about, dude? Like, what's going on with that? That Black Dynamite. They're not. They, yeah. They're solicited up until issue like what three, and yeah. then and then nothing. Off the book before the I, first issue comes. I out. don't get it. I don't understand weird. it. Comics are a weird biz, and you never know what goes on. That's like the second in the book in like three or four months that Jamal was named in previews and then is yeah. not doing. But you know he's he. It seems like he's pretty focused on on Molly Danger right now. Huh. It's done. Molly Danger's done though. Is it all done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should be getting my copy any day. Is it any? Okay. It's I'm I'm ready for. I've been I've got like six Kickstarters that I'm waiting. Dude, I don't even. Well. I have like <laughs> that have not been paid up. Like starting to get. I told David yeah. this, like, like a few of the recent Kickstarters I've received, not good. Sunstorm is the uh, yellow okay. star scream. I'm I'm taking a little. No, I'm not like I'm not stopping Kickstarter, but I've I've got to ratchet back in the sense that like, if the art doesn't blow me away, I can't. Cause, like I, I literally like the last four Kickstarters I've received, I I almost have zero. Like as I'm looking through them, I'm like oh, I should read this. I'm, I have zero interest in reading it because the art's like just so pedestrian. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, this isn't going to make it. I got way too many other things I want to read. So, like, for me, the Kickstarter is now all about the art. The art's got to just blow me away. Yeah, it's, um, I've, well, you know, a while back, I I just soured on on Kickstarter for a lot of stuff. I mean, I love Kickstarter still, but, like, I think that the artists are taking a little bit of a liberty now, like, in the sense that. Bogdanov. What? Bogdanov wants two hundred thousand dollars to do a friggin' book. That was a joke. David got all mad at me because I. I, I the- oh my god! Yeah, I got mad. I got mad. Wait, wait, wait! It's a joke. Meaning fired. you you think it's a joke, or did he say that it's not a joke? It's a legit. No, no, no. He's, he's, it's, it's legit. legit. It's, I mean, I'm saying it's a joke. That's a yeah, lot of money to do a yeah, book. Yeah. I mean, Bogdanov's fantastic. I lo- come on. I've said it many times. I think he's no, no. amazing. But he made three huge mistakes. Wow. One. You can't get the book without, I think, what spending seventy five bucks. Yes. Which, yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. That's fucking insulting. Two, he's asking for two hundred thousand dollars, which is equally insulting. Even if what? that's what, yes. And three, although this shouldn't work against him, I know human psychology, and it will. In the Kickstarter campaign, he, you know, his son is involved, and when you're, it, it comes off as nepotism when you need it when you're trying to freeze two hundred thousand dollars and pay you and your son. It's just so. Yeah. There was a there was like a one percent chance of that getting funded successfully the day he launched it, which is a shame because I think the book itself, like the concept, looks awesome. Like, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it. hell yeah. If he gets it published and he like puts it out through like you know Dark Horse or somebody like that, I'll buy it. Like it looks fun, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to subsidize it. It's no. I mean ultimately for me it sucks because an artist of Bogdanov's caliber having to go to Kickstarter is ridiculous in the first place. That guy should be working on. 
top top ten books. Well, no, no. See, you got to read. You got to flip the switch on that. Like, this isn't any more about having to go. Like, guys are looking to go to Kickstarter now. Right. Well, it's yeah. Okay. I mean, look at look at Rob, dude, with Brigade. You think he? You think he had? I mean, that was a brilliant move on his part. He just raised a fucking shit ton of money for a book that <laughs> he could have done through Image, but he could have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Ditko's got a new Kickstarter. Does he really? Mm-hmm. That'll be the material? The book I don't read. Up. Wow, dude! Now you're really breaking my heart. And the hate, and the hate is back. Uh, it's a, it's an updated. Um, what is it? Laszlo's hammer. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, he's done the book. Uh, the the book is in the can, but he's going to update it and rework some things and uh, with a new. Uh, it's Didco. How could you not back it? You gotta just say the word Ditko. Bing! There goes the cash register. I have to back it. Anything Ditko does, and his 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 um, books that he's been putting out for a couple years, a Ditko act, whatever. They're really good. They're the same thing every issue, but I think they're really great. I need to get like a sit down with our boy Zach and and understand the Ditko love. Oh my goodness. No, no, no. Understand, like this is not me fronting again. This is me having a white space. There's a difference, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not admonishing your guys' love for Ditko. I'm saying I don't know enough about the man's work outside of his Spider-Man. Stuff. I, I think Tom Spurgeon uh, hit the nail yeah. nail on the head. Greatest living comic book artist. I think uh, that's ridiculous. But but yeah, that being said, that's... I would like to learn more about why. That wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? That's ridiculous. I think it's absurd. I think it's, that's that's ridiculous. But I think there are twenty working artists right now that are way better than Ditko. I'm not. To, I'm. It's subjective. It's 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 entirely not subjective. Ditko it is is, is subjective. By definition, it's subjective. Did, how is that subjective? I'm talking about accomplishments. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not talking about skill. Present skill. The dude drew Amazing Spider-Man. So did John Romita. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? So, okay, so he drew Spider-Man. Okay. And and I'm saying that Ditko is greater. Put the little carrot, the thing greater than John Romita. Bernie Wrightson worked for EC. What? Bernie Wrightson worked at EC. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, again, this, Bernie Bernie Wrightson didn't didn't draw Amazing Spider-Man number one. Without Bernie Wrightson, there is no Amazing. Like, so what? What if Spider-Man isn't your ultimate? Like, wait, how not, how is there no Amazing Spider-Man without Bernie Wrightson? Yeah, if I have to explain you, it, you can't say that there would be without him. You know, so it's that that it's totally subjective i'm i'm saying i could say yeah, that right is the greatest right in with spider-man but i agree with him it's totally subjective like yeah. i mean i'm not i'm not saying ditko's not an all-time equally ridiculous like, thing to say okay. that that ditko is the greatest living artist that's you a very subjective over him any day thing. i mean no question you give me burn over him any day over ditko sure oh, oh yeah wow I'd much just, rather, we 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 we've, we've entered the, the, the crazy dimension you are, yeah. No, you are confusing great. You are cons- you're confusing um, art with historical significance. No, Ditko continues to produce great work. No one cares about but you. <laughs> Who cares if no one cares about? <laughs> he continues to produce work, whether it's great or not, is is subjective. Okay. 
I think Ditko is is a perfect example of someone that needs the guiding hand of no of a co-creator or an editor. No, that's that's the that's the 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 germ of brilliance he's of Ditko is he he throws down whatever he wants like to throw down. Spurgeon, like that, I could see Tom Spurgeon defending. Oh. Yeah, it's you know it's you can talk about the greatness of his his he's like and, and rope and he's in, in hiding. It's like so it's he's greater than he was. It, it's work. I don't know how great it is, but that's subjective. Well, every like, everything ultimately is subjective. Any, you but. could buy it through DCBS if, a while ago when Zach was still working with DCBS, and I bought it, and I read it, and I was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> like, it would have been cool if it was written back in the 60s when it should have been written, but I was like, oh, he just wrote this. Oh, it was. It was. It just wasn't published. Yeah, it's that. like, all right, cool. It's baffling, man. Yeah, cool. It is baffling. Again, that that's like, part of the about, part like, of the mystique. Shit. Like much rather read like Casey and Shioli's Godland, like than like Ditko 2011 shit. Like that's, I mean, I, I just want to hit myself in the face with a hammer. <laughs> I, I do. I just want to make the pain go away. Hey, I'm 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 glad that the guy is still producing stuff, but to say that he's producing great work is very subjective. Okay. Yeah, and, and you said he was the greatest living art comic book artist, which is crazy. That is that's crazy. Craig Wright, dude. That's fucking off the charts, Craig. <laughs> I, I, as far as as far as like comic book artist and and his body, yeah, I, I think Russ Russ Heath was a a better a better comic book artist. I mean, there's a, I mean, yeah. if you're talking I mean, about it, like, artists, like people that I just think their art is better, I mean, fucking yeah. Barry Windsor Smith, fucking Arthur Adams, like there's a million guys. Burn, I mean, there's a million. I mean, Frank Miller. There's just tons of guys that rather like I appreciate their work more than I think Ditko. I mean, Ditko created Spider Man. Wow, that's great. Like, awesome, cool. Doctor Strange. Hey, I, I'm not. I'm not doubting his his um, historical significance. Yeah, he's gonna place it like the in, like the convention center. Like if the, yeah, in the top like 50 guys of all time, he's up there. Oh, I, I I would even say you know top twenty. You know, hey, yeah, you look probably. at you you look at at the uh, the the Spider Man Rogues Gallery, which we have all agreed is is second only to Batman's. And you look, I don't think all we all agreed those, on that. <laughs> you look at all those character designs. I mean, those are all Ditko character designs, and that's you know he has had an absolutely lasting impact on you know on Marvel. And nope. you know, God, you look at you know all the stuff that. That he did for Charlton and and D, yeah, absolutely historically significant. Not the greatest draftsman in the world, in my opinion. I think he's only second to Kirby as the most unique uh, visual voice in comics ever. Uh, I think that's okay. okay. That's fine. Yeah, and you're absolutely yeah, no, I mean, that's that opinion. opinion. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go now. <laughs> wow, well, what's that? <laughs> I, I don't know who you people are. <laughs> I'm sitting in, I'm, aside from David, I'm sitting in a room with strangers. Crazy people. That's not saying, dude, with the fucking Pacific Rim. It's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like Gene Colon better. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Okay. Perez. I like- Perez better than a Ditko? I will, I will hurt you. Oh, I swear true. I will. It's true. It's not true. <laughs> This is no, your title it's, opinion, but it's true. No, it's, I'm saying it's my. I, I believe it to be true. I'm saying I, it's my I, view. Yeah, I think Greg Land's better than Why? Where do you fit on this? I mean, you're clearly more of a Romita man. I'd, I'd go Alex Toth. You're a Gil Kane man, David. I mean, I, I am a Gil Kane man. Yeah, I, I, I say Gil Kane over over Romita Senior when it comes to Spider Man. But and did go. Um and I, 
I'm I lean towards um, Zach's point of view, where like I think for Zach, his version of Spider-Man is within those first thirty-two issues. After that, it's like Spider-Man ceases to be what it was, and that's fine. It, it can live in that bubble. I I appreciate Ditko Spider-Man for what it is, but that's not my version of Spider-Man in this day. And and for that, that would be like. That would be Kane and and Mooney and Ramita Senior and on and and I think Dicko Spidey is is amazing, but and the pun intended, but it, it's not, it's it's um, it's grown beyond that and and that I appreciate. If I if I was still reading Ditko Spidey, I don't know if I'd be loving it as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy, I'm happy reading. I'm happy you're reading. Vince is, Vince is just dying a little bit inside. Yeah, it's okay. I, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm happy reading Ditko Spidey than I am reading um, Ditko's packages that, that that he's been releasing over the years. Yeah, that's for show. Like Ms. Or Eerie or whatever? That's, like, it's, that's, nah, dude. that's just silly. They're, they're nowhere near the, the same tone and it, it, it so one was one was one was created by a, a man uh ramping up and into his prime and one was created by a man late yeah. late into the game you know it's, it's not it's not even the same person it's like the lose who's just you know he wants to put it out and he's putting it out but that's, that's the, that that's they're they're but they're honest they're 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 legit because it's 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 filtered through nothing but ditko i mean what you see on that page that's exactly the way ditko wanted it kind of like i said and that, use the right. and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's okay to rain things. I mean, just because you can yeah. put everything on the page doesn't mean it Dicko's has just to. Like, just, Dicko's just like Kirby. You know, Once he got away from Stan, it yeah. went all downhill. No, you're just trying to make downhill. Mad, no. Downhill, I think, might be harsh, but yeah, it, he he needed he needed guidance, which sure. just wasn't. Hey, going to. You know, he, uh, who could because you know, because the, the 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 newer stuff is is so. Um, ingrained with who Steve Ditko is. I mean, you really can't separate the the craftsman from the craft in this instance because it's all his his personal belief system makes these stories what they are. I mean, it's 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 basically him thinking graphically on paper with, with what he believes, what he what he despises, uh, his worldview on paper. You cannot edit that. You you can't bring someone in and say, well, you know what? I think we should go here with this direction. No, you can't because then it changes the 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 work into being something that's not pure Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, he doesn't need an editor. He needs no one but himself. Well, that's all he's writing for is himself. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly who he's writing for. Yeah, 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 and that's and that's and, and like I said before, well, I, I'll be honest. Every issue is the same. You 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 really appreciate when an artist is writing just for themselves. Oh yeah, I find that. Why else be, do it? Uh, you see, I I don't. I, it's it's if you're a commercial it's artist. You're off. not writing yeah. for yourself. You're writing for your audience. And so I that's just. That's but just he's not. Bit. He's that's not a, a commercial artist. The worldview. I, I think that that I I think Ditko lost. I mean, again, I think he's had decades of. Insignificance. He refuses to compromise, and that, er, ergo, he's, he's 
he's probably more than happy to have foregone his place in the pantheon. Oh, I'll be honest with you. If if he swallowed his pride, which is basically just a word, right? Pride doesn't even exist. But but if if he if he put the 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 person of Ditko on the back burner and did what was right, I don't want to use that word, and and chose a more economically advantageous route, um, say I'll suck it up go back to marvel and see if they'll let me back on spider-man or you know what i mean then yeah it would have been better off for him in terms of his bank account but then he wouldn't be steve ditko he is he is driven by his belief system everything he does it hinges on that 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 structure that that guides his life and that's what makes him steve ditko that that, i guess the difference is to you that means something to me that's like, I don't believe in false pretense, and I think he lives his life by it. That, so I don't like. You were imp- like, what is impressive to you in that regard is is absurd and like ridiculous to me. Like, I think it's stupid. Like, well, you, I think he's. You've read the the the. I think he's an imbecile for doing it. You th- well, you that's true. For it. But uh, no, I, I'm not. I don't detract uh, or reward him. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not rewarding the guy for it, but, but what I'm saying is, it's. I, I think it's extremely admirable to see someone, for better or worse, stand up for, for what he believes in. But he's a recluse. Well, it's hard to stand up whenever you're a recluse. But no, no, no. But, like, what but he, he that's the way he like, chose to be. You, 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 re- you read. No, no, no. You read the Rand stuff, right? You read the Rand books, right? Yeah. He refuses to compromise. He will. He just. He he has set course uh, that on the path of his life, and he will will not uh, change that course for anyone or anything. I yeah, and I get that. Like, and it, it's it's, it's all black and white. There's no gray in Ditko's world. See, that's world. where we differ. Like in the sense that, like, I, actually, I, it's funny. Like in in I actually. My wife often accuses me of thinking the same thing, that the world's black and white and not gray. But at the same point in time, like, I believe your purpose on Earth is far beyond your own personal beliefs. I believe your I, purpose I agree with that, yeah. Is to, is to serve those that you care about and, and the greater good. And so while we all have selfish tendencies, and I certainly, every time I, you know, buy a Marvel omnibus or a piece of original art is a very selfish thing that's purely for me. I'd like to think that in the grand scheme of things, I think and spend a lot of time trying to do for others, not the least of which are my wife and kids. And I just don't have, much like I don't like slackers, I don't have any respect for someone that puts some so hard and fast line in the sand that they think that their way of, that their belief system supersedes their need to provide for others. Like, I think that's a shitty worldview. And like, Again, like that's his worldview and that's his and he owns it and that's cool and he's 85 and he's going to die that way. But like I can't respect that. Like I can't respect See, that. I, I, he left a lifetime of earnings and security and comfort and and opportunity for his family and others on the table because – Well, I don't, I don't know what comprises his family. Does Ditko have kids? I don't think so. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was very easy. If if he was a single adult male, I'm pretty sure it was easy for him to do what he did. I don't think he would have had a family been involved. Right. Um. See, I, I was with you until you said greater good. I, 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 th- I think the greater good is bullshit. Um, the, my greater good is my family. And it begins there and it ends there. Uh, I, I don't owe... Any, 
anyone other than them anything, well, and, and I don't and I don't I'm work not, for I'm anyone other you're, than them. What you're saying is incorrect, but I will also say that like I've known you for a long time, and like you do nice things for other people. Oh you sure, care, you care about David, you care about me, you care I, about Chris, you I, care about like I do, but but um, I'm saying, but like so, what you're saying is not really true. Like I'm not saying you would ever choose us over your family, but I don't think many people would choose their friends over their family. But you have well, I consider friends family anyway. Okay. So when I say family, so you've clearly. You clearly care. I mean, I think what you're meaning is like like society at large, like, right? But the, I, I, on the subject of taxes, I think this and and you know, <laughs> if I'm going to lose, uh, uh, not fans, but if I'm going to lose people that kind of support my views in this, so be it. I think this Obamacare shit is bullshit. It's ridiculous. I I I do not wa- I don't I do not want to foot the bill for someone I don't know and I don't think I should have to. Yeah, uh, if you you know what I mean. If if it, there's that greater good thing. If you don't have health insurance, that's not my freaking problem. Dude, I I, I, I provide for my family. I pay more in health insurance than than the average American makes in a year. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. That's that like, great. That's, crazy, that's that greater good thing. Get up off your ass. I'm not saying you haven't tried, but I'm talking to all these people at once. Get up off your ass and go work for it. You can't work for it. Again, not my freaking problem. Yeah, you know, you. you know what I mean, and and that see that's where a lot of this stuff loses me. Very, this is a we're joking. About, we, uh, no, we're you you and I are very very close politically. We're very yeah, close, which is funny because we have a lot of different views about the grander scheme, but but yeah, politically we we but think the country. Y- y- be you the know, if, if you're hungry, damn it, I'll feed you if if I can. But to to demand that I feed you, that's where I part ways. Yeah, how much you like like I, I mean to me, I think that. Um, I mean, you know, look, I mean, keeping it real, like, you know, obviously I'm in the business of catering to very extremely affluent people, right? Like, yeah. for all the joking we make about me being a baller, like, I I, ever, I mean, I work for people that are truly obscenely wealthy. I mean, yeah. you know, like, in the sense of, like, generational hundreds of millions of dollars of wealth. And, um, you know, the thing I'll say about every family that we represent, because I know them all well, you know, it's been a long time. Um, th- they all are unbelievably charitable. And like I'm again, I'm not saying like That's I'm not cool. suggesting every every wealthy family is, but like the difference is like they're choosing where their money's going to go, and like just as they decide who's going to invest their money, where they're going to put their money, what businesses they're going to be in, they make intelligent, astute decisions about where their charitable money's going to go based on who they think is going to do the most with it. Right. And that's my issue with things like Obamacare or socialist kind of concepts in general is that I don't have any faith in a political bureaucracy being an efficient steward of capital. Right. And so that's my issue. Like like you said, I, I happily feed people that need food and I do it locally and I don't publicize it. It's just something we do. Yeah. Right? But I do it because I know who's getting the food. I know that it's getting used right. I, I see tangibly that they're getting what they need yeah. and that's satisfying. I, my I, family. I, I think the whole uh, socialist structure does nothing but sap the will to succeed and that's Everything that is the motivating factor for well, up until a certain period of time, you know what I mean. You went to school, you 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 picked a, a career, and and the 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 crux of that was to make your family or whoever yourself, your family, whatever, comfortable. You 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 want to succeed and provide, right? When when everybody's getting a damn handout, what what what's what's the what's the motivational force? There is none. It just waters everything down. If everybody gets a trophy, nobody really performs well. Well, and I just laugh too. Like all these people, they're like, "Oh, you know, 
fuck in the US and our economic system's jank. Well, you know what? Like, take a look at when we were growing up, who were the like communist Russia, right? Communist China. Like those were like our oh communist Dude, have you seen how they flourished in the last 20 years? Know. You know why they flourished? Because they're fucking capitalists now. Because yeah. people can go out and get rich. Yeah. They can bust their ass and get a better life. Yeah, That's like, another thing, too. Don't discount you know, hard work. Because that's, that, that, that's, that's a the, huge... The two pantheons of communist rhetoric, like the two poster boys for socialism, have become as capitalist as any countries ever. And they're flourishing. Yeah. Like in ways they've never flourished. And yet... Our country is becoming socialist. Like it's very ironic to me. Yeah, go buy a lottery ticket. That's the way people make money these days. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Buy no a doubt. lottery ticket. Oh well. I, I think we. My sons the other day about the lottery being a tax on the poor. They were like, "What do you mean?" And I I explained the concept to them. Yeah. It's nuts. I, uh, anybody still there? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're. I, we're, we're just coming back tonight. We're talking about sex and craziness and boobies. Yeah, boobies. unfortunately, I, I had to wait till Chris left until I got into the socialist thing because he would not have stood for it. No, it's true. He's probably yeah. going to be livid when he listens back. I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it, 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 that the whole public servant thing, whatever. It's so funny how we you know we don't always disagree. Like between us all, like I really didn't like Satellite Sam. You guys did. Uh. I enjoyed the Archaea two thousand uh, the cyborgs that you didn't you didn't like it. Nah, it's just Love not it. not in my view of what that should be. David, have you, been, have you been oh you know what I have to tell you, um I did enjoy the um second episode of The Bridge. Yeah, I, I did too. Um once. Like actually I liked it a lot more than the first one, as you know. I, I told you I was kinda Yes. Same here. I I, I wasn't I liked the first one well enough to go along with the second and and the second one things Started. Yo, but she goes to the bar, and and I knew something was coming up because she's walking around the house and she puts her hands down her pants. Wait, wait, wait! What? But 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 if you're homeboy, like, are you like I would not? Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd be, be worried. Like, Yo, I'm not going back to your house. Seriously. I'd be like, you're either gonna kill me or there's gonna be some dude waiting to beat me up or like she's already be... acting nutty. So right. why, why would I go to your house? Horny enough. I mean, she is hot, but yeah, yeah. No, she 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 um. It's Diane Kruger, Vince, from uh, from the National Treasure movies and Unknown, William Neeson. Yeah. Ah. She's got this, like, social anxiety disorder. She's a homicide detective, but she's she's very, um, almost like a monk from that yeah. show, Monk. Like, she she just says whatever's on her mind. She doesn't, like, have a filter. Right. So she, like, shows up to this bar, and she's just kind of like, look, she's looking super hot. She just shows up to this bar, and she, like, makes eye contact with the dude. And he comes over to buy her a drink. He's like, can I buy you a drink? She's like, no. And then he's like, okay, and he walks away, and then she rolls up to him. She's like, why'd you walk away? And he's like, well, you didn't want to drink. And she's like, well, I didn't want to drink, but you didn't have to walk away. And he's like, okay. And she's like, do you want to go have sex? And he's like looking at her. He's like, um, what? She's like, do you want to go back to my place and have sex? Like, but totally matter of fact, like no sultriness, like no flirtation. She's just like, it's as if like, and he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's like, sits down. She hands him some wine, and then, like, she doesn't have any. And then she literally, like, just, like, stands there and, like, disrobes in front of him, but, like, in a very, like, like, way, like, like no, like, no, no flirtation. Yeah, no, there's no foreplay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it's still hot. She gets nude and then walks to her bedroom, and then she's just, like, doesn't even, she's just, like, faster. Hey, faster. And then, and then he sh- goes in there and fucks her, and then she's, like, begging for it, and then. It's over, and then she's like a dude. She rolls over and starts working, and he's like, "Uh, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm working," and he's like, "Should I go?" And she's like, "If you want," 
Like she's like totally like it's just crazy. Like she's totally she's, disengaged. She's like the perfect woman. Who is this guy that that I doesn't? She's like yeah, she's like female Vince Bizzle. There you go. All right, everybody. Um, no, no apologies for that last uh, what forty minutes, but uh, you, you oh, get what you get. Yep. Oh, and a quick shout out to our good buddy Sean Pryor. He's uh, I'm, I don't think he'd want me to get into the details, but he's he's had a, a bit of a go the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I think I broke his heart tonight because he uh, he tweeted me after he saw Pacific Rim, and he's like, "Dude, tears of joy. It was so good. I, I thought, dude, I just it's not there." Sorry. Anyway, but no, shout out to him because he's he could use he could use you know some positive vibes right now. So love that man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey everybody, we'll be back next week. Uh, same stinking time, same stinking channel. Be here with us because why? We're awesome. Not. Because we love you so much. Call me. Call me. Night, Chris. Baltimore Con in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Get my art on. 